Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us tonight on Redemption and Equity. I am your host, Siwa Pereira, and I just wanted to let you know that this call is for entertainment purposes only. Um, everything that I say on here, you can use it as, as information under your own discretion and discernment. Thank you. Uh, Whoever is on here, I think someone's trying to get situated. If you can mute yourself out. Uh, I'm going to start muting out the calls. I don't like having to do this. If if people don't start muting themselves out, I'm going to have to mute you out. Because uh, what's been going on is that these calls have been getting out of control. And people get on here and they don't quit. You know, it's like they go on with these uh, arguing and all kinds of stuff, and it's uh, not good. Uh, It just takes the topic off track, and um, then we end up getting nowhere, and people lose track of what we were talking about, and then it comes in with hundreds of emails asking me to repeat what I said on the show. And um, I just want to make a couple of announcements on here that normally I I wouldn't even make it on this show because this is uh, a limited group of people that come on here. Um, You know, I know other people are doing shows as well. I know they're doing it on the very same topic that we talked to you about. Um, I know that I've been getting a lot of calls stating that people are doing shows uh, basically on the same subject matter that we discuss here, and but they'll say that it's incorrect or wrong. That is fine. If they have another method that they want to use um, uh, different from what we're doing, they can be my guest and do whatever they want to do. I'm not going to challenge anybody on their methods. Uh, whatever route that you take, is fine with me. Uh, It's your life that you're dealing with here. Um, Another thing I saw posted this week was like people have made statements like being on the public and the private side at the same time. Well, you can't be on both sides at at the same time. You're either one or the other. Uh, I think somebody posted something about the taxation and getting the EIN. Well, if you, I took a little piece out, a portion of the tax section that says um, that the EIN is your federal, and I mean, it says your employee ID number. So an EIN is an employee ID number. So you're still in the system. I'm just letting you know it's all the same thing. Now, to get down to the brass taxes here, <laughs> because 
it's obvious that I'm going to have to take a different route <laughs> in teaching because it's so complicated that if you don't do your own research aside from what I tell you and you take my word at face value and you don't look anything up because I'm going to tell you that I've heard some of the most craziest things I've ever heard <laughs> that um, doesn't make sense. And I'm not going to do your homework for you. I assure you that. I can pull up any word that I've told you on this show. I have notebooks and notebooks of research. I look up every word that I give you and I break it down to almost nothing so that I make sure that the word that we're using on the show is the word that I intended to use on the show. That's why we created Legal Deception, because after you break down all these words, we realize that every, every word used in commerce is to con you out of something. Um, let's see what else. Oh, okay, now, this is only my opinion. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I had a couple of people. Uh, hold on one second, you guys. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, I was trying to get someone to come on the show. Uh, let's see. I had a couple of people I want them to come on the show. Maybe they're here. I'll see if they're on. Let's see. Uh... I'm here, by the way. Is it you? It's Jane. Oh, hi, Jane. I was looking for Trial. Oh, no, she's Hold not on yet. One... Hold on one second. Let me text her real quick because I was trying okay. to tell her it's not on legal deception. Hold on. Um, uh, okay, and well, I guess I could still talk to you while I'm texting here, but um, I wanted to say that I know there's people on here. Southern, are you on here? No, he's not here either. Okay, he should be on any minute because um, he has something to say too, um, you know, and it has to do with this redemption side, but uh, there's people, there are people out there that are um, supposedly, I think they're called continental marshals. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not here to bash them or anything because I think that what they're doing is, you know, they've made an honest and faithful attempt to try to secure the people with justice and protection. And, you know, we've been, I talked to someone this week that is, um, I guess, a continental marshal. And I have a great respect for these people, you know, and I also ask them, you know, what do you do for a living? And trust me, their credentials are very, very high. <laughs> And they become these continental marshals. Now, I don't know what process they're using to become a continental marshal, but I had given, I believe, I'd spoken to the person who constitutes them, you know, a warning. First of all, I let them know that before you can do what you're doing, you cannot be under the jurisdiction of the United States. Otherwise, these people that were just constituted into becoming continental marshals will be in trouble. That's right. Because let me, now I'm going to really break it down to you guys. The reason why they call it redemption and equity 
is for the very reason that I said you can't be under the United States if you're going to do all these things that you're going to do. Let me give you an example. You have the founding fathers, okay? And they didn't like the way the king was treating them in their own country, which is England and, uh, what is it, England, now Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, okay? But these men decided to leave. They didn't like what was going on in their country. And when they came here, they became very brave men. They decided to title themselves uh, uh, admirable men. Maybe they worked in law and they were lawyers when they were in England, but when they came here, they gave themselves their own noble title of admirable men, okay? And what did they do when they came here? They did a what? A declaration of independence from England. So if you're doing a declaration of independence, it's because you don't want to be a part of their club anymore. You are separating from that power. And when they did the Declaration of Independence from the king, it was only for them, their people, and their families that were migrating here to this country. The founders called themselves admirable men. The rest of the people that were coming in were called immigrants, okay? but. What happens? You create a club, and this club grew, and it grew and grew, and it was really... And what happens when you do something like that, people? There was a war. You didn't think the king was just going to allow them to come here, and there wasn't going to be any war. They, they started a war with these people. And in their doing so, the patriots, the Indians, and all the peasants came in to help them with that war, Okay. So if that's occurring, um, what do you think is going to happen when you do the same thing you're going to do? What, what you're trying to do is what? Declare your independence from this people, except now we have a new um, situation here because it's not really new, but it's the way it's worded it's new. You are under a what? A corporation. It is the corporation. You can do a line right in the middle. Corporation. And the people, you're on the bottom, you know, on one side of the divided line, and the corporations in the other part of the divided line, okay? Question. How are you going to be a continental marshal when you're still under Club Rome as a, as a, what do you call it, as a ward of the state or an immigrant or a um, war of the state immigrant or um, uh, what do they call it? You're a private citizen. There's, oh, and you're also with a passport, and the passport is federal. And the passport only gives you permission to live and work here. Live and work here. For the corporation that you're under, that you have your membership in, which is called the United States, okay? You cannot create a de jure uh, company, because they're all companies since you're all under this military like a militia. So you can't create your own company when you're still a member of Club Rome. Why? Because they already created all of that under their little club. 
that's why you have to have a professional title. Like, you know, I was explaining to the individual, you know, you can become a U.S. Marshal. That's a position in their club. You can become a doctor, a nurse, a firefighter, a police officer, a judge under their corporation. Those are the titles that you'd be offered with a license as well. But you can't create the same title and create a de jure continental marshal when you are still registered under their um, uh, roles. You have to declare yourself independent from their, uh, uh, what do you call that, membership. It says, I read somewhere recently, and it says, um, I think it was capacity. And I put it on the wall, and it says when you're 18, you know, you reach the age of capacity, and this is when you get to do things as an adult. Um, And I, I read some other rules. I didn't even get to finish reading all of them. And it tells you that you don't have to be a member of that society. People just stayed in there because we didn't know and we didn't have the proper information, so everybody stayed in there. But you cannot stay in there and think that you're going to operate in the private. You have to um, do things privately. So when you get the name change and you try to put it on public record, you just defeated the purpose. You can't do anything, anything whatsoever when you're under their system unless you take one of their ways and methods of doing it, then you can do what you're trying to do, like when you do your d b a or you do uh and you see that i just i wanted to point that out that's why I pulled out the d b a because it says the e i n is an employee number. So they're still going to call you an employee under the IRS if you get an EIN. It's your choice. I'm not going to tell you what to do because I already told you, but basically all these things that I'm telling you right now, I've already said it before on the other show and I've said it on this show. If you want to work with EIN, you're still going to have to serve papers Um, unless you never file with the IRS, well, guess what? That's when you're not going to have to do that. But if you get an EIN, you never file it with the IRS. Well, that's a story, and you would have to get training on that too, like how to get the EIN and never file it with Gwen, who has um, Passing the Buck, that book, Passing the Buck with the Trust. Um, Another thing... I know, is Gonzo on here? Let me see if he's on here. He's going to, is Akeem on here? Is Trial on here today? Let me see if she's on here. Hold on one second. Because what Trial has been trying to tell you about, you have to file it privately after that. You can't put anything in public record. Well, um, I was going to have Gonzo reiterate that because he found that out today as well. And he found some other things out too for the post office. Uh, Let me see. 
Uh, let me get on here. Let me see. If, okay, let me see. If, are you on here, Gonzo? Hold on. I'm trying to stop all the noise. Okay. I got the noise down. No, I didn't, I guess. Is that you, Southern? Nope, that's not me. I'm on mute. Okay, I'm trying to figure out who where all this noise is coming from. I don't all hear right. anything. You don't hear you don't hear it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's really weird. Okay, wait a minute. It says Gonzo's on. Uh Gonzo, are you on here? Hold on. I'm trying to unmute him. Gonzo, are you on here? Hold on, let me see, because I don't see, see, they don't show you your phone number, it just shows usernames. Hold on one second. You guys, I'm I'm unmuting you. I'm going to unmute you. You can mute yourself back up in a minute. I need to find him. I don't like stealing anybody's thunder. Are you on here, Gonzo? Doesn't look like it. Oh, he said he's muted. You're not muted. I'm looking at you right now. You're not muted. Yes, number three is not on the call. It's only on the uh, chat. Oh, it, you know why? Because you're only on the chat. You're not on the call. Let me give him the phone number so he can call in. Because I want him to reiterate why you have to file things in private and also about the post office. Because we don't want to make the call last like all night. We want to get down to the point here. This isn't um, legal deception here. This is, we got to get down to the point here. Okay, that's the phone number, Gonzo. No, I don't. Anyways, I put the phone number on the uh, chat room. So that I'm trying not to take certain people out of the call. Um, let me see here. Southern, what was it that I wanted to reiterate today and I tell you to come on the show? Uh, about the Marshall part. The what? The Marshall, what you're talking about right now. Yeah, can you reiterate that? Because, like, I don't want do I don't want people going to jail. First of, you know, and I told them, and well, here's my thing, people. I'm not going to say nothing more about this. And uh, and I did tell this, this individual that not to do that until until you got your status and straight, because later on they're going to charge you with simulating a legal process because they are um can you tell them southern that they are operating as a military oh the corporation is really really a military corporation type deal and how would you put it you can't 
they wrote up all those rules already, okay? You can't go in there and create the same type of business of governance when you are a member of that of that type of government, which is really, it's corporation, right? But still, you're a member. When you were born, they registered you into that trust, not so you can go out and make your own position as a marshal and say that you're de jure. You can't be de jure until you go private and become de jure. You can tell them, Sullivan. Go ahead. I just wanted to get that point out. They need to start thinking corporation and that they're a mem- they have a membership. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to be getting a lot of letters from people saying I'm in jail. I, I just don't want to see that. I see. Listen, the reason why I'm telling you this is because there used to be a group in 2006 who had already figured this out, and I used to be a member of that group. Except I was working. In that time, and I would get late to the calls, but they already knew this was military districts. And they had already gotten out of their system. However, they wanted to create, I guess, some kind of martial service and stuff, too. And they asked us if we wanted to join. And, you know, I never joined or anything. But then later on, you know, I went to go look for that group. And it said that they were arrested by the FBI because they were... Um, walking around with their own badges and and things on their cars saying that they were like some type of a private police for their group and it said that they were simulating a legal process so they got arrested by the FBI. They probably also got it for impersonating a federal officer. Well, not a, I don't know. It was that, it, you know, who knows if it was true or not. I had read the article. And you know what? The FBI, they're real cute. They put it on their website. Like when you, log, when you go into their website on the cover page, it was saying that they were arrested and apprehended by the FBI for simulating a legal process. Why? Because this government, which is a military form of government, um, you know, with you as members, they're going to try to protect their interests, which is the corporation itself. Well, no, but they don't. It's like this. If you have a good thing going, you want to keep a monopoly on it. And that's exactly what they want to do. They want to have a monopoly on force. You're up really bad. Oh, I am? Sorry. Yeah, you, you were. I didn't get a single bit of what you first said. How about now? Much better. Okay. Uh, basically, what they have here is, with their military little gig going, is a monopoly on force. Okay? They're operating a military government, all right? Um, and everything is under the military. And having a monopoly on force has its advantages. All you got to do is look at the people out there that the police that commit crimes every day against the people, and they never get arrested. The courts never get arrested. And they don't want anybody coming in and interrupting the little uh, money-making monopoly. And that's what what that's all about. You know, like, that's their monopoly. But the whole point is that 
you know, those of you who think that voting for Trump was going to fix your problem, I don't know if he made that statement last night that he was removing $56 billion from, from domestic funding and putting it back into the military. He's going to take $56 billion from domestic, that means local assistance, and he's going to give it now to the military and boost it back up to the way it was. You see, these people, they can't survive unless they are out there creating war with the people. It doesn't matter if it's our people or some other country's people. They have to commit to war all the time. And Southern, what were you saying? I I don't know if you told me or somebody said they have to be at war. You can't be without war for four years or else something happens. I forgot what it was. What it is is uh, the United States has to stay at war, all right? In order to keep the the system running that they got in the United States, Mm -hmm. all right, they have to stay either war or keep us into a, uh, um, a state of emergency. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but what started the Civil War was simple the fact that um, Abraham Lincoln came out here and he blockaded the, the southern ports. Well, we're doing the same thing to other people when we put sanctions on them. Okay, we're, it's economic sanctions. We're interrupting their commerce in order to bring our compliance out of them. And it's legal under the Libra Code to starve a civilian population. And that's what we operate under. So anytime you hear somebody say, oh, we put a sanction on somebody, that's accounting to us a declaration of war. But it's not so much. It's a quiet declaration of war. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. I just wanted them to know, you know, like, who is the United States, you know? And let me tell you that Abraham Lincoln, he had to make a choice, okay? It was either he had to come in first and declare emancipation proclamation of those slaves, right? Or he had to declare peace. One of the two had to come out. Those were his only two options, okay? And he wasn't about to let the war end. Because if you, if you watch this movie, there was like a movie they made called Abraham Lincoln with Sally Fields in it. He, they say it very clearly on there. He said that his Emancipation Proclamation was just short of being criminal. Why was it criminal? Because if he, um, let's just put it to you this way, if he wouldn't have freed the slaves, um, Southern uh, will tell you that the states would have been divided into two, like North Korea and South Korea. That's the kind of nation we would have had. And the slavery would have continued, and things would have been a whole heck of a lot different. However, they weren't going to let that happen because... The United States, you have the southern states had an advantage over those northern states. They had the plantations. They had the farms. They had the food. They had the good weather. They have everything. They had the rivers. 
um, lots of uh, way, you know, outlets to other countries. They had all of South America. What could you get out of Canada that you couldn't get out of Mexico? See, the warmer the climate, the better the environment. They're going to do whatever they had to 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 um, conquer the southern states because they have to do that for their survival, including lie, cheat, and steal from you. And that was why I handed that book out as far and as wide as I could, that book called America. Because in there it tells you that the Europeans came here because they were in turmoil. You know, when it's cold outside, you can't farm, you can't fish, you can't do nothing in the winter. And they live in extreme temperatures, so they had to, if they wouldn't have done what they did, they would have been a dying race. Okay? So they had to come down south, conquer all these territories and lands for their survival, and they would have told you anything, including that God, God himself came down from heaven and gave them the order to do this. Otherwise, they were probably... Things would have been different, but you know what else they did? Even the knowledge to the new world, the thing is, is that there's no evidence really supporting that the people that already lived here didn't have any knowledge whatsoever. They try to portray that this side of the world, the southern part near the equator, that all these people were stupid. They called them beasts, they called them stupid, barbaric. Well, you know, and and you're coming over here, you're an immigrant. But no, they weren't immigrants. They said they were noblemen. They said we were the immigrants. How are you going to come onto somebody's land and tell them, oh, okay, we're going to come in here, we're noblemen, and guess what, we bought our Bible here and it came from God, and... All the world descended from these three men, the sons of Noah, and this is how come the world is people. I'm, the Indians understood English well enough to know that that wasn't true. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gone to war with these people. And they're trying to say, well, we don't really know where these Indian people came from and all the people on the land because they didn't know how to write. And we don't see anything over 500 years except for some pottery and some a uh, couple of other items. You know, um, well, I've seen some items that would make them a liar in two seconds that are held by certain families who are friends of mine. I was going to say, man, if they don't know how to write, they sure knew how to draw a penis and show you sexual acts being performed on their pottery. But I'm just saying that they were stupid, like they claimed that these people were dumb. They're not dumb. They were using um, pictographs and stuff, and we don't even know that. They probably had their own language, and because the Europeans didn't understand the language, they probably said, oh, they didn't know how to write. Okay, we're getting noise. Need to mute. Let me see who it is, because I'm trying to keep on top of this today. Hello? I want to throw something at you. 
Okay? Okay, I want you to look up the Constitution of the United States. Article 4, the states. Section 2, state citizens extradition. All right? The reason I'm going to read this, I want you to understand what it's saying. The citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of the citizens of the several states. All persons charged in any state with treason, felony, or other crime who shall flee from juris- from justice and be found in another state shall be demand- shall on demand of the executive authority of the state from which he flee be delivered up or to be removed to a state having jurisdiction for the crime. That is the part where you get your extradition, okay? The next part is a qu- I'm going to quote this. No person held, for, held to service or labor in one state under the laws thereof escaping unto another shall in consequence of any law or regulation therefore be discharged from such service or labor but shall be delivered up on claim of the party to whom such service and labor may be due. The next sentence states, this clause in, in parentheses that I just read is suspended by the 13th Amendment. They put slavery in the Constitution of the United States, people. Go look it up. Article 4 states, Section 2. Go look it up for yourself. Thank you. So basically, um, I was trying to pull up this, this, let me see, I'm trying to find it on my wall with this guy. We were holding a conversation the other day, and he had posted some something on the wall that I'm trying, okay, let me see if, no, this isn't it. It was, um, oh, well, just to add on to it, it says the 10 states were organized into military districts under the Unconstitutional Reconstruction Act. Their lawfully constituted legislature illegally were removed by military military force, and they were replaced by rump so-called legislatures, seven of which were carried out military orders and pretended to ratify the 14th Amendment as follows. And then it gives you those states. Let me see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Now, oh, and seven, Georgia. Now, why is this important? Because this country was overtaken and occupied by military force. And uh, I, I don't care what who was running them because all they do is lie about who they are and they change their names. Because when I, when I gave you guys the post the other day that it said that the British are the ones who deem themselves to be the Americans, okay? That's what they're saying that. When we say Americans, we're really talking about the British, okay? So when the British came here, they wanted to say that not only that they were admirable men, they also wanted to say then that they were the Americans. And it says that for you to say that you're an American, that means that you're British as well, that, the, you know, that you're one of the British. That, that's something that you have to know. And next of all, we're going to go into this Puerto Rican thing again because I use Puerto Rico not because I'm a Puerto Rican or anything like that. It's a good example 
of an acquiring of a territory that is actually civilian population, okay? The same thing they did here, people, except here they turned everything into their military occupation and the people are under capture as wards of the state. That's the difference. When a Puerto Rican comes here, what happens to them is they become disenfranchised. And that's a very important word. That means, by when we say disenfranchised, that means that we're not allowed to have corporations or, or you know, we can't conduct our business here. And we are called American citizens. If you come here to, to the United States, then you become an American citizen and you're classified that way because they're really disenfranchising you, which means you're not going to be a part of our little club of Rome here where people can live and work here. We can't vote for a president if you're Puerto Rican. You can't vote in the participation of voting, but you can vote for a governor if you're located within one of the states. Okay? When a Puerto Rican is in New York, they have their own category of people too. They're called New Yorkans. You, the people, you know you're supposed to be a New Yorker. But they don't call you that. They call you U.S. citizens. They want to keep you under that immigrant status. Let me see if, are you on here, Gonzo? Okay, he's not on here. But he found out, he's on here. He said he's on here, but I think he's only in the chat room. Let me see. Uh, he said he was on here earlier. Uh, okay. Somebody was saying that, oh, that you guys, they called the Indian people. Well, they weren't only Indians on here, people. There were there were Spanish people on this land as well. And I'm surprised the Indians don't ever talk about all the Spanish people that were on the land because before the Europeans got here, all the Spanish were already here crossing the ocean, too, on them boats. But um, they tried to call anybody that wasn't white-skinned. They were called um, savages and beasts. And they would kill you, and they'd take you back to Europe and put you on display saying that they found some animals on the land, okay? Um, and I'm, and listen, when I say Europeans and think, don't, I don't care if you're European. I'm just telling you the history of what it says in the book. It said the Europeans would take people on the boat and call them beasts and savages and they were murdered. And, um, and you know what? A long time ago, I used to say, you know what? I wish the slaves would just get over all this BS all the time about bringing up slavery. You know what? But when you think about it, we're still in slavery with all this crazy taxation. Now I don't blame them for being mad. You know what I tell them? Stay mad. Because if you stay mad, it'll help us. Because, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to evict this corporation out of this place. Remember, it's the corporation that's in here 
and they send all these emissaries and people here and their church here to control everything. They're here by military force. Oh, and by the way, they're using your children for their military force to hurt your own people using the military of your own children. And even though I've never seen any of our military harm us, so what do they do? They use police officers and figure we won't teach them the full scope of what they're really doing. So we'll just keep them as good little boys and girls and we'll give them this high position as police officers. And it makes me mad too, because you know, in order to be a police officer, you cannot have a high IQ. You cannot be smarter than the institution that's running the the scandal. Um, I know people that didn't qualify. People that I love and hold dearly to my heart, they didn't get the job because they were too smart. They're being given a competency test, and they're deemed to be a threat to the establishment. You know why? People who are going to question what they're doing, you're not going to get the job, trust me. They would prefer to go out into the ghetto and the barrios where our people live at, where the kids quit high school and they encourage them to finish high school and then from there they take over and they become subservient and they become police officers. Even though I don't criticize police officers because they got to keep the public under check. But you don't have to be under their system. Gonzo confirmed today to me, by the way, we're going to talk about that money thing that he was talking to you guys about the other day with the cash bond and everything. He's going to come back on and he's going to explain that how to, um, he's going to explain how to do that again. He said that whoever, you know, like when we were doing the show, he says that um, people misunderstood what he was saying. So he's going to come back on again and tell you. So I told him it's the best thing that to do is to come on there and do that so that the people can have clarification about what he was talking about when he discharged he discharged all my warrants with one signature and um my um tickets. Without um, going to court or anything, all I do is you go to the clerk and I, I told him that he's best off telling you that process again. I want to throw something in here. Hmm. When she was talking here about Spain being here first, all right, let me explain a little bit about laws of war. Uh, When Spain came here, Spain conquered Florida and a great big chunk of the United States, okay? That territory is put under military occupation. Now, under the Adams-Onus Treaty, all right, after the Spanish-American War, Florida was succeeded to the United States. All right, the territory of Florida and and other Spanish territories. At that moment, listen carefully, the United States 
all right, became the military occupier of that territory. So I want so you guys to understand that the United States means military occupation, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to show, uh, start looking at your treaties, where you live at, because I know uh, Texas was under Mexico. Mm-hmm. It was a military occupant under Mexico. I believe California was. The only one that I think we really purchased, okay, was Louisiana. Alaska. Louisiana. Wasn't it Louisiana purchased? Uh, I think so. But there were sections through here. That's French. So you got the Spanish, you got the French, you got the Mexicans, you got the mm-hmm. English. Think about what you got here, people. They don't call this a melting pot for nothing. But understand what I'm saying here. First, the, the, the Indians were here. Then they, the, the uh, Spanish came here. They conquered the Indians. They became the military occupier. Then along came the United States. They, de- they defeated uh, Spain. And then the United States, under the treaty, it, the territory succeeded. All right, so they became the military occupier of that ter- of this territory. Right now, they whether the question, Spain, they took Puerto Rico, but yeah, they took but They didn't get consent, you guys. They didn't ask us for our consent. They're acting no, they like they asked you for consent, but they really didn't. What they did is their own little peace treaty with the people who they go to war with. And I guess they do this surrendering process, but the people, they weren't going to get no, you know, according to them, well, you get, a, you, get, you get to be a part of whatever they're establishing. But it's the founding fathers who did their Declaration of Independence and setting up of the government here. So when they're, um, and the British come in here and do war, uh, with these states that left our country bankrupt. See, because this war, but they did that over there too. They've been doing this for a long time, and I guess I don't know a lot about war, but what I do know is whenever they conquer, they come to some kind of an agreement, they're not really thinking about you. They're thinking about how they're going to use you to to create commerce. Wouldn't that be right, Southern? Because remember, if you're taking the people and you've conquered a land, then you're gonna you're expecting to be able to gain some kind of profit for that land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only do you win the spoils of war, but don't you get the people as well that are on the land? Well, then, no, sovereignty under the laws of war never transfers, okay? If you were, so, if you were a sovereign nation like that, okay, example, the American Indian. The American Indian, if the war happened today, all right, they could not be removed from their land. They could not be removed because their sovereignty was retained by the people, all right? The fact that they were hauled off to reservations. Anybody here really know what a reservation is? I shouldn't be saying this on the show, but I'm going to. Do you know what a reservation really is? It's, a, it's an internment camp, people. It's a military freaking internment camp. 
Look, look what happened during, uh, I believe it was Abraham Lincoln. They did the, oh, the yeah, Indians went up the that. reservation. I want you to tell these people what a good old boy Abraham Lincoln is. Well, he, they, tell him, I think it was because I was mad when you told me that one. Well, I think it was 40 Indians or something like that went left off the reservation, and they did something called the ghost dance, if I remember the story correctly. All right? And they hanged all 40 of them for leaving the reservation. And you guys wonder why you're getting, you know, you got to get a driver's license to leave your city. They hang these people just for going off the reservation and doing some sort of dance. Think about it. Okay? They didn't have permission to travel. It's got nothing to do with, that didn't have nothing to do with commerce. They're doing the same thing here with everybody that they did with the American Indians. The exact same freaking thing. Okay? You go to your city, what do you got? You got a little city limit sign. Don't go past that city limit sign. Counties are the same way. States are the same way. Right? Now, today, transferring people off their land under the new international laws of war, that's a war crime. But back when they did this, 1800, there were, there were virtually not, nothing war crimes. Lever Code didn't come into 1863. And then there was a Brussels Agreement, I think 1864 or something like that. And the next one was 1899 mm-hmm. in 1907. But, yeah, what they, well, they did the American Indians, man, was the American Indians been uh, on a reservation, and that's all a reservation is, a form of internment camp. It's mm-hmm. that simple. I hate to say that, but yeah, and, well, you know, the way I look at it is that, okay, so these people, if you look at their history, you know, our redemption equity people, like, when you go private, now I'll just tell you, I thought, uh, I don't know what happened to Gonzo. He's, he, I don't know, he said he was on here. I think he's on a landline, though, or something. But, um he, he validated for us today that you cannot, when you do the name change, you cannot file that into any public record, any public record. And then you have to do a couple of other things. Um I don't know if he's ready to say yet what it is, but it's not hard at all. I know what it is, you know, but I wanted him to tell you because he had gotten it confirmed by someone who has a right to confirm that. Um, So, yeah, you do have to change your name, but when you do that, you can't register it with Social Security you cannot register it with the public records or with anybody because you're trying, then you're defeating the purpose. And that um, individual who told him also confirmed the same thing that Trial told me to tell you guys the last time we had a show was that anything that you file in the public record is a quick claim on that matter. Anything you put into the public's record is is a quick claim. Like if you buy a house and it gets put in the public record, you've just filed a quick claim on that house. 
anything that you put in the public side. That's why you have private and public. Can you be on both sides? No, you cannot. You can't be. There's just no way. And if you're on SSI and if you're on food stamps or welfare, then don't do it. If that's your mode of um, survival, then don't do it. Because they're going to cut, you know, you can't, you can't get a social security number with your new name. That was part of the plan. That's what I told you. To get out, you can't use the old things like Jesus said. You cannot put new wine into an old flask. Everything has to be new. No number, no nothing. You can't do any of those things. Otherwise, you're going to be doomed. You're wasting your time. Everything that you do after that would be under your own authority, as in executing your own will, your own power. Hey, she wolf. Yeah. I have a question. So, um, getting foreign EIN numbers, you know, those do not require you giving up a social security number to to get those. So would you say that still you can't utilize anything like that to operate in the public or rather use that as a vessel? I don't know because I just, this guy, he put up something with the tax law and I just clipped it out where it said that the EIN number is a, uh, your employee, uh, your employer ID number. And I'm like, you're still in that system. You don't want to be under so their system. Perhaps, so perhaps, um, and perhaps I'm not being clear. So whenever you a trust is owned by no one, there's just people who operate it. So since there's no social or any so-called personal tax identification uh, that's required to issue it, so uh, is this party, my I guess my question is, is this party saying, that that is the incorrect way to function or to operate. Well, somebody put, what what they did was they put it in there today to say, I guess you should get an EIN with your um, DBA. Well, not really, because once you get your new name, your DBA goes down the toilet too. Right. You can't have a DBA. You know that, right? Once you get your new name, your DBA is no good. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know where people are coming with getting an EIN, getting a 98, getting a whatever you guys are getting, that's incorrect. But if you're on public assistance or any kind of dependent form of survival, do not do what we're doing. See, I can survive if I do it because I have an income coming in by, you know, working. And I don't ha- I don't care if they cut off my little benefits, which they told me SSA is not a benefit. That's, we worked, we had to pay into that. But if you're getting SSI, that's a welfare check for the disabled. Uh, let, let me say something here. I put a book out there on um, military insurance. Now, um, 
You need to read that book. It's 300-something pages. Social Security is a form of military insurance, from what I've gathered. It only covers the dependents of the people who work for the government all right, under the Veterans Administration. So if you're not an employee of the government, okay, in your little war game here, okay, then you can't be collecting stuff. That's why they cut you off. It's only for their dependents. Right. All right? You need to go back and read the Social Security Act of 1935 and the Social Security Amendments. That's two main ones of 1939. And read that book because it go to the back Which- pages. Summarizing, what does that do to you? It makes you, again, a ward of the state. That means you're a dependent Mm -hmm. of the state again. In order for you to be able to get those benefits, people, you have to be a ward of the state. I'm just making this part of the show clear because you know what? I don't want people coming in here later saying, you know what, I changed my name, and you know what, it didn't work for me, and this and this happened, and that ha- You know why it happened? Because I told you you were either in or out. Oh, you can't just expatriate? Oh, we're not expatriating, darling. We are right here. We're still here, except that we're going to be operating in a different way. You can't expatriate from your own country. No, I want to... Something else clear. Let's look at the Indians again. The Indian is what is called a dependent nation, all right, under military occupation, military capture. Same thing applies here, okay? They have to take care of the Indians. Indians are never taxed. Why? They're a dependent nation, okay? That's the same thing that we are out here. We're a dependent nation under the military. Mm-hmm. Once you leave that, once you leave that status, people, they cut you right off. Yeah. So be advised. You're in, or you. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. War. Let me tell you something. That well, they'll still get a benefit. Let me tell you something that you guys don't know. SSA and SSI are two different things. Okay. Let me make that very clear to you. You will not lose your SSA. And you won't lose, I don't think you'll lose your veterans, but let me check that out before you go making any changes to your status. Um, God, there was something I brought up to you earlier. Oh, about when the boys turn 18. Oh, that's why they have you lock under lock and key, because when you're 18, they made you all of the men in this country at one point signed for that selective service. So you can't say that you didn't want to be in their military game. You heard what I said, right? Don't go around claiming you didn't want to join the military because you all signed up for it when you were 18. I mean, even if it's unknowingly. I'm just telling you why you're a part of their militia which is the unorganized militias, because they had every able-bodied male register for the um, militia or the military selective service at the age of 18. That made you, um, you know, like a part of their club again. See, I kept saying, well, you know what, how can the people be missing and they're blaming them at 18 for not coming in and, and telling them what their nativity is? But 
they got all the, this is how they created widows and orphans, too. Because they took all those men and made them all sign up for that selective service and say, look, these are our military men. This is all the men that are going to be in our inventory. These are our children. Look, they're ready to battle for us. And that's how they tricked you again when you were 18 if you're a man. Or a woman, because now women go in and they sign up too, but that's how they trick you because I know someone that has a civilian card and their family's in the military, but the family itself got their civilian cards and uh, I'm going to find out how they got that, but uh, basically... I know there's another identification card, and I'm going to find out about that. I've been working on some other stuff. Um, I didn't post it on there today that uh, I got a call from the National Archives again today, and they found uh, five generations of my family right here on this land, right here. So, and they said they had some great news to tell me about my family's history. I don't know what that is. I I saw that uh, some of them were listed as daughters of politics. So I don't know if my family were politicians also on my mother's side, but I was like, that's probably why it's in my blood. (laughs) And that's why when I try to quit doing what I'm doing, which is helping you guys over here, I try to quit so many times and I keep finding myself coming back. Maybe I should run for an office one day, but um, they'd probably fire me. I'd write so many bills that would be against corporate policy that they wouldn't want me to uh, be a politician. Um, So, you know, understand that private means private and... uh, When you're doing these filings, they have to be private, Uh, a private communication by registered mail, whatever whatever you're trying to communicate. Uh, I got a hold of uh, the five generations and I talked to the National Archive. And I told him, hey, you know, I heard, this is what I told him, I heard that. You have to have five generations of your ancestry if you're gonna if you want to claim some land. Yeah, he said that is correct. You have to prove that you had five generations of ancestry here on this land so that you can claim a portion of land for yourself. So if you want to claim some land for you then all you have to do is look up five generations of your ancestry. Anybody have any questions? I do. Okay, go ahead. Someone else, I think, wanted to say something. Okay, I'll speak. So I I think where I'm drawing a small, like I get to some degree what's being stated about, Mm -hmm. you know, not putting certain things in public record, right? Mm -hmm. And then determining what exactly is public record, such as, of course, don't go to the county and file anything. Right. Um, 
And now you're talking about, just for clarity's sake, uh, updating, because we had a gentleman who him and his wife uh, received their name change decree, and due to a certain situation, the judge actually told them to put all these people on notice. He said bank accounts and everything. And yeah, but you, what, what I mean, but you're not giving it to public records. Okay, right. Now, right. let me I, see. Sure. Let me. I wanted Gonzo to come on, but I'll get him on here the next time if he doesn't get on today. He told me a couple of places because I asked him, well, what about, they told us we have to give the custodians notice of what we did, but it's not right. by public record. You can't. See, um, the same thing was told to trial. You know, like, we're really protecting you because you right. can't file this in the public side again or else you're public again. So if you're going to be private, be private, you know, and I'm not saying that it's easy, people. It's a slow process because we have to go in there and tread those waters and do everything, and we're talking to people I'm trying to help you people get land. You're talking about you want your income, you want your money back. Well, let, I'm working on that too. I'm knocking on everybody's door, trying to get you a different kind of identification. I'm trying to find you guys how I'm going to get this um, civilian card, land, and everything. Um, it's a lot of work. Trust me, you have to really be in my shoes to know because I have to threaten people, like in a nice way. Like, you know what, you don't give me some subpoena this off of you if you don't do it. You have a choice. You're going to work with me or you, you want to play ball, we'll go to court. And I'll make you tell the judge exactly. I'll ask you questions right in front of the judge because I'm my own, you know, defense. <laughs> and you ain't going to like the questions I'm going to ask you in front of the judge. And when I tell them what I'm going to ask them in front of the judge, it's best to cooperate than to go into court. So you don't have to go to court if you know how to talk to these people, but you don't go and threaten them like, oh, yeah, you go in there arguing with these people. And, um, you know, like not that way. They are the ones that like to operate by coercion and force. You can do it with your pen and paper. And you tell them, if I can't get answers from you, then I might have to go before the judge and go into a court of law and subpoena these records for the reason being that it shouldn't be hard for you to give me a copy of your policy and procedures. They're never going to give that to you, by the way. For the most part, they'll try not to give it to you, but they will after a while. They'll, they'll actually tell you like they did to me. They told me, they'll tell me on the phone, but they told me in exchange, do not subpoena us to court. We'll tell you, but don't subpoena us to court because we'll just deny it. You can't deny it because, see, they think I'm coming in with a lawyer. That's why they think I'm playing ball with them that way. They're in for a rude awakening if they think I'm going in with a lawyer to court. I ask you the questions. And you... um would have to take them, the, the agency, you would have to take them to court on the civil side. Like Southern will tell you, you go in on the civil side, right? And then you can put your injunctions on them and all kinds of stuff you can do to them. See, they just, they're so comfortable that they think that the people cannot sue them because they are part of the United States government. 
while they can be sued. But first, you do like an administrative process on them, which is you make your, you tell them what you want, which is they always say this to me every single time, tell us what you want and give it to us in writing. I had, um, had who was it that told me? I know one of them is one of my friends. Um, oh, I don't know if he's on here. Uh, Alan's another one. Him and another friend of mine who's a Marine, they both went into vital statistics, and the high-ranking officer who's the you know, deputy registrar would not see either one of them. You know what they said? We cannot see people. You heard what he said? We cannot see people. My friend said, why not? Your office is right here, and I'm right here in the building. The clerk tells him, the vital statistics clerk says, yeah, but he can't see people. I said, why not? She says, because they're not allowed to. You have to write to them, whatever you're going to write to them, right? Maybe seven, mm-hmm. it's because they're military. Yeah. Or something. There's got to be a reason why they cannot address the people. But the same well, thing was told to Alan. He said that they can't see the people. You know what? That would be uh, that's an interesting question. Hello. Yeah, I'm telling you, both of them. That's and an how interesting about the question. That I talk- because why can't they? He say, uh, maybe I shouldn't be talking to you. I go, why? He says, you might be trying to sue me, and I might need a lawyer. And I said, who the attorney? Listen to what I tell him. Who the attorney general? Attorney general is not going to help you. He already gave me a paper that says I can go into court against you. Attorney General, I guess it's because they're military and we're civilians, so they can't see us. Well, if if you look at all the generals we got out here, you got the Attorney General, you got the Inspector General, you got uh, everybody. For some damn reason, this government, back about 20-something years ago, I realized that everybody you wanted to talk to actually had a rank of general. Mm Mm-hmm. How about There's General? A, uh, hey, how about the um? Did you know that the head attorney for large institutions they're called general counsel? So suddenly yeah. they must be. Oh, and when they come into court to take something away from you, they say that they're coming in under general jurisdiction. I read. I got two documents by two different law firms crying their eyes out because I gave them an injunction. As a, Guess how I did it? As coming in as a civilian, right? So they got an injunction, and what did the judge say? I can't do nothing about it. My hands are tied. Why? Because I came in as a civilian, and she said, but I came under, um, listen to how she said it. I followed the four-finish rule. I came in under general jurisdiction. Judge, mm-hmm. she said, please, Your Honor, give me five minutes of your time. He said, I can't. My hands are tied. Tell him why. Huh? Tell him why. Because a civilian is the highest office over the military? The military is subordinate to the civilian. This is what you guys haven't figured out yet. I've been trying to teach you this. For a long time. The civilians out here, uh, a small handful of them, uh, run this country. And we're all in the militia. 
once you get out of that militia, this militia, you become a civilian. Then you can tell these people to leave you alone. As long as you don't kill somebody, rape, rob, pillage, mm-hmm. or anything like that, when somebody's actually harmed, all right, you, if you these military courts and these military police out here have to leave you alone. Because remember one thing, we do have, we are in a country and the civilians rule. Also, if you have any doubts as about the word civilian, and don't you even bring it out of the Black Law Dictionary. I have a couple of uh, things, one from the International Commission of the Red Cross, which holds the rules of international laws of war. Definition of civilian out there on legal deception foul section. If you're going to use the word civilian, you better know which one you're using. Because somebody a while back brought one out and tried to insult me and ask me did I know what the definition of a civilian was. Well, he went into Black's Law Dictionary, second edition, and he pulled out the definition of civilian. That's not the definition that they're using, people. You better get the one under the laws of war. All right? If you don't believe me, look at the 1949 Fort Geneva Convention, all right, relating to civilians in time of war. War crimes against yeah, civilians. Yeah, and, and here's, another, here's another hint. Because when they take their oath of office, right? What happens again when they take their oath of office, Southern? They're no longer, um, they become under a foreign jurisdiction. Well, they, they, that, that's an old story. The faction of foreign jurisdiction, from what I read, doesn't fly. They go under the military jurisdiction. Well, it's, still you guys foreign. Have, it's foreign to us because for some reason... No, it is foreign to us because it's in, it's in Washington, D.C. Right. The foreign government to the states. But if you guys have ever paid attention when you got your little driver's license, you took an oath to the Constitution of the United States and your state constitution there, and you turned around a couple of years later to get a, a, a thing to vote, and you took another oath. So they've had you people taking oaths but without realizing it and putting you into the little jurisdiction. That's one of the places they got you at. Yeah, now they try to um, try to get the youngsters to go in there and get their license and stuff when they're 15. Mm-hmm. But you know how you already know you're under their jurisdiction is because they already made a driver's license for you before you were even old enough to drive. Mm-hmm. They have, everything's already set up for you, trust me, under their little... Their camp. Like you'll see when they're running for office, they'll say the Obama camp or the Hillary camp, the Trump camp. Those, all of these are like military terminology. That's yep. why, you know, when they say, oh, well, the United States that they're talking about is District of Columbia, right? Well, District of Columbia isn't a state people. It's a district. It's a military district. That's why the president is called commander in chief. Of the, oh, and if you read my, um, remember my paper, Southern, when we get our, um, uh, what is that called? Our, uh, remember the one from Georgia? Yeah, the more violence. It says I'm the commander of what? The Army, the Navy, and what else? It's your, the commander militia. Of, of, no? The, the, no, the, he is the commander of the militia. All right, when in service of the Hold United States government. Hold on, let me go government. look at it. Let me see. He says it in here. He says, 
the governor, and then he says, I'm the commander of, hold on. Because let me, it has, it might have to say militia. Because I'm thinking, does, get down, get down from there. It better say militia. Oh, you can't have control of the people unless you're, you're labeling them too, right? Well, that's a hold problem. Hold on, let me if see be, if he puts them under that too. Let me just check real quick. That's the problem. Is, he says, is, I'm is, what, commander? Let me see. I'm trying to read this here. Uh, I want to make the, sure the check and balance. The check and balance, the way it was supposed to work, is that the states were supposed to have the, the militia. What? He says it. Governor and commander-in-chief of the Army and Navy of this state yeah. and of the militia thereof. Mm-hmm. So, in order to have command over the people, right? Oh yeah, then he has to ha- everybody has to be in the militia. They are. I've been telling you that. <laughs> I mean, unless, unless you've declared, because why would you want to be commander in chief of the army and the navy, right? Gee, look, look, wait a minute. Let, yeah, let's and, back up here. And, and the militia. You have to include the militia, but you don't ever see any militia walking around. Sure you do. <laughs> yeah, us, right? I, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, <laughs> hey, I know the definition. Listen, the way the thing was supposed to work, the states were going to have the military, the militia. Things well, they, they, because they, our, our ancestors, the forefathers who created this country, whatever, did not want a standing army. It's in the Constitution. They can only have one for two years. So the states were going to have the militia. And if the government got out of hand, then they could call, go up there and deal with it. Now, by vice versa, if a state like, say, uh, during the Civil War, it wanted to get out, the, the southern states wanted to get out of hand, then the president had the authority, all right, under the Militia Act, Militia Act 1791 uh, and 1792, I think, my, right, I put it out there, I remember, on, the, on my militia doc, to call mm-hmm. forth the state militia into federal service. Mm-hmm. Up until you're called into federal service, okay, you're just a state militia under the governor. But what happened, I think, after the Civil War, we were called into federal service, and that never ended. It never did. And so what type of government. civilian? And what type of civilian should one declare themselves? Yeah, you said there's two types of civilians. No, there's one type of civilian. There's only one. But you said there was something wrong with the one in, written in Bouvier's. What was wrong with it? No, oh, no, 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 no. The one in Bouvier's uh, was Black's Law Dictionary, actually. Oh, Black's Law, sorry. Black's, uh, it's something about a, uh, an expert in civil law. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, is in, that is not the, the military definition, which is where the, this guy, Trent Goodborough, Made his mistake. Mm-hmm. He was using he was using the law books. So a lot of times, people the, the the definition you want is not in those books. Remember, those books are not being really used in these law in these courtrooms. Okay, under those military flags. But now, if you got a uh, if you go like I said, the International Commission of Red Cross Humanitarian Laws and look up the definition of civilian. It's a whole different ball game, okay? It even tells you how they're supposed to treat a civilian. 
as compared as compared to somebody who uh, the black saw definition of it. Now, like I said, so you should sir. really be pulling up the uh, the the black the Red Cross's um, International Commission of the Red Cross. All right, look up what your is it rules. Again? International Commission of the Red Cross rules. Okay. I posted it in the legal deception. Well, I just wanted you to say it again so that people can get it and then pull that definition out of there because if the only way they're going to be able to be treated right where the status is concerned is that they pull that definition out because um, well, there's yeah, like, like some people have done that, though. They've gone in and they've... Um, uh, gone into court and they'll come in and create these, um, what do you call that, like the marshals and things. And then you have the FBI coming in and um, trying to do a federal arrest. But the federal arrest is really coming from the fact that this is this is what we're talking about, a, a country that's being occupied by a military occupation. Uh and you're not settled yet. So, you know, I'm just saying you can do what you want to do. But you're putting yourself in jeopardy of um, having your, your full rights redeemed if you engage in this before you even secure yourself as a a true, you know, civilian and not only that, but like you were saying, they have to treat you right when you're when you're a civilian under the Red Cross definition. Well, under, under the Geneva Conventions, the Geneva Hague Conventions, mm-hmm. uh, even under the Libra Code, you start mm-hmm. reading the Libra Code is where you get the definition of people of public and private. All right, they're not telling you this, the whole story. Everybody thinks that the, the public and the private. All right, they, they don't have the correct definition. You have to read the dan- the Libra Code in mm-hmm. order to get the correct definition, all right, of public and private. That's where they used it at. After the Geneva Convention, is they started using belligerent and civilians, mm-hmm. okay, and it's used all the way up to the 1899, well, actually to the, uh, the Brussels Agreement and the Geneva Convention and the Hague Conventions all the way up. After that, it's, it's basically belligerents and, and civilians. And that's all that it talks about, or better known as enemy combatants, and, or, or combatants and non-combatants. Okay, and you definitely don't want to be a combatant in this war. Because you, mm-hmm. you're, walking, you're walking around with a target on your, on, on your back. Right. And uh, I don't like targets on my back. Yeah, we're trying to teach you to do it the right way, like like... Uh, I don't care what people say. I don't care what people go online and, you know, I've been brought to my attention, you know, well, this guy said you did the name change and it doesn't work and this and that. And um, I don't care what anybody says. You Remember when we did this radio show, I said I didn't care about what anybody else had to say, any negative, any negative um, outbursts. You know why? Because I have one of the best researchers and my side, and that's Southern, that's right here. This guy right here, he can pull up any kind of war thing because he's, 
he's Mr. Southern Command himself, and he's rightfully earned that name because at least um, when he gives you the real definitions, uh, you throw those into a court of law, and they work like magic. Um, people, Thank you. <laughs> and for me, yeah, I, I have to give him credit where credit is due. Most of these people that do these shows, they listen to his show first and they come out and they try to teach you. But what they're not teaching you is you're not under the system yet as secure. You're Right now you're under criminal status, okay, without your name change. Um, you know, using that title that's not even your name, you're under, you know, you're under um, – Police. You know, you could just say, like, you're in danger when you use that name. Yeah, you earn, you can get benefits and everything, but here's here's how it works. You get your benefits and everything, but just keep your mouth shut. You can't complain and sit there and tell me later on, well, I'm getting SSI and this, and I'm getting food stamps, and um, uh, I don't want to be a part of this system and this and that. Well, you know, you can't get those things. You're either in or you're out. You can't have both. Some things you uh, can keep, but a lot of things you cannot keep because that's not like um, a club med like you think it is. This is a different kind of uh, association. I like to call them companies. If you look up the word company, it will tell you it's a military term. Um <laughs> Another here's another military term, you know, but um, we want to we want to be able to exit safely, huh? Let's say you keep running into a lot of those lately. Yeah, and why do they call it expatriating? Like I hear people saying, "Well, you know, you're trying to expatriate." Well, yeah. Let me tell you something. Do you even know what the true, like, I've never told you in any of these shows that you're expatriating, because if I really wanted you to expatriate, there's a form for that, by the way. They have a document. It's it's an expatriation form that you fill out. And if you expatriate, you got to pay a large sum of tax. They will hit you with a, a giant tax bill for expatriating. So yeah, I'll tell I don't you a know. Secret. Huh? So I'll tell you a secret. You better leave the United States too. Yeah, like there's no, there is no um, expatriating from the land. You don't want to expatriate. And this this um, thing that we've been doing, we have never used the word expatriating. You're exiting a matrix. You're not expatriating from the land. Um, hold on a second. What a lot of people don't understand about expatriation. If you expatriate from the United States, you have to belong to some nation. Mm-hmm. You have to belong to somewhere. So you have to join some nation on this planet, okay? And that's the, that's the problem. So it doesn't do any real good to expatriate from the United States, right? All, what you want to do instead is just leave their little military side, mm-hmm. okay? Once you leave their little military side... The way the country, they set up the country 200 years ago, they have to take care of you. Okay? It, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Once you, once you become a civilian, uh, for anybody who's ever, like I said, read the military, 
military laws, you become a protected person. Mm-hmm. And they won't... A lot of people go into these courts and they're like fighting these courts and they don't realize something. You're going in there as a belligerent enemy. There is no, there is no way to fight them. Not, not in that fashion. Mm-hmm. We used everything in the, in, the, in the kitchen sink in these courtrooms. <laughs> a lot of what you guys are using right now, we used way back in, in 93, 94, 95, 96. And I can tell you for a fact it doesn't work. Yes, they will let a person here and a person there go. Okay? But we should be winning a lot more of these court cases than what we are. Especially when they don't even walk the law into the court. Mm-hmm. They, they come in, well, she will for speeding, okay? My favorite saying, show me the law, all right, that you alleged I broke, and tell me how it applies to me. And they never will quote you that law in that courtroom. Those statutes are not law. It's that simple. They don't want people to figure this out because it messes up their little monopoly. Yeah, really, you're like, you're quitting a job. You're quitting the military side so that you don't be their their wards and stuff. And um, many of you don't realize that when you were 18, you know, all the men, especially the young men, they actually signed on to be a part of that um, uh, military side without realizing, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, like uh, selective service, all men 18 and older have to um, sign in. Well, that's what you're getting out of now is that you're saying, well, you know what, I signed up for this, but guess what? I never joined the military. I'm a civilian. I've been one. And, and, you know, that's a word that they never use, you know. But um, uh, for those people, like I said, they had their name changed and stuff. But uh, you can't record things in the public um, at all. And you have to get your civilian status. And I'm thinking you would do that through um, your vital statistics. Because that's the only place they have like a civil um, recorder's office, and I'll try to find that out for you this week. I've been so busy with this other with these other two things on how to secure us some land and uh, how to make provisions for us when you cross over. I've been working really hard at this all week long. Trust me, I haven't given up and relentlessly this week too but everything's been turning out pretty good i've been getting all my calls returned now uh so that i can bring you updates i'm only going to bring you updates you guys do what you have to do because you know i'm i i just don't want to have all these phone calls and no i just want to let you know something no you cannot give my phone number out to other people i don't want to have my phone ringing 24 hours a day it just becomes too overwhelming, and then I don't get no sleep, and I'm going to bed at 5 in the morning, and then I can't get the stuff done that we need done um, in the daytime because I'm too exhausted, and you guys know I'm not well. I, I do this stuff out of the goodness of my heart, trust me. If I had it my way, I would stop already and not do this at all because I don't really need to do this, but I do it because... 
Um, you know, I care. A lot of people here are going to jail for for the most absurd of reasons. And you know you're right when you go to court. You know, you're not really a belligerent, but because they have you classified as one, you have to suffer like a consequence. And um, that that part's not fair. And because I told you that the institution, the hospital institution, admitted to me last week that they really did commit a fraud against us when they took those footprints and um, uh, your name. So that was the greatest satisfaction for me that I could get out of them because the whole entire time, you know, I know Ken Doss has been talking about, oh, they did a copyright violation, and you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I do. I know because they admitted it to me. However, in order for you to fix what they did wrong, you still have to change your name. Well, what Ken doesn't understand is mm-hmm. under the Treaty with the Enemy Act, the alien right. property custodian can take whatever uh, copyrighted trademark and uh, and patented intellectual uh, and other property. Property they want okay. to. Yep, they even told me that. Too. And the judge it, can and do whatever it. he Use wants it. to. Yeah. Now, I want to bring something to everybody's attention here. A lot of people are telling me we're not under military law. Listen carefully to this. This is the Dict Act of 1933. I want to make this clear. Okay, this is out there on legal deception in the file section. Go down and read section nine. All right, section nine is only four lines. It will take you about two seconds. It states that's, that the militia, when called to the actual service of the United States, shall be subject to the same rules and articles of war as the regular troops of the United States. Hmm. There's where you come under the laws of war. Mm-hmm. Right there, people. If you think I'm kidding you, go read it for yourself. I didn't make this stuff up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're dealing That's- with a lot of uh, different things here. And um, I guess redemption should be coming really soon now since I'm almost finished. Uh, working on the land part, and then um, I'm just going to have to see if I'm going. They're going to end up putting me in the circuit court uh, for I, I don't know. I guess they. I'm going to have to. I don't know why they would want me to sue them, but uh, I'll know if we have to sue them. And oh yeah, and if you weren't, here's another thing: if you were not under status that, you know, like that, uh, what do you call it, Southern, like um, militia status or something? Yeah, Articles of War. Uh, Yeah. They wouldn't have said uh, to Trial that if you were to sue them, that it would be a labor dispute. Because you are employed under them, no matter what. You say, uh, under that corporation... You're their employee. Then they call it a labor dispute. 
So they well, tell you what kind of a suit it would be. Yeah, like they were saying, like, you know, oh, well, uh, when you're talking about the estate and stuff, they were saying it would be a labor dispute. Well, yeah, it's going to be a labor dispute because you were under their um, control. All these people that keep saying, I'm a man on the land. Well, you're not. You're you're a man of one of their, uh, what do you call that, their employees. Infantry. Yeah, and they're infantry. In- and then if you want to sue us, well, you can go right on ahead and do that, but you, it, um, it would fall under labor disputes. So well, I think I what you think guys were thinking, they even tell you the 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 um uh, what do you call it? under what title you would title your court papers if you wanted to sue them for not paying you all those years that you were under their infantry. Well, I want to say something here, okay? Mm-hmm. I think they said that they threw her off. This is my personal opinion because they don't want anybody. Realizing that this is that they conscripted us when we were children in the military. Now they can say they didn't. They did. But, you know that. Remember, I told you about my grandson. Mm-hmm. But I'm what did the lady why. say? She said we made a mistake. Remember, she told the director. Yeah. We. She said we we subpoenaed a minor. He goes, we did? She said, yeah, we subpoenaed a minor. My, remember, my daughter went in there, and she said, I hope you know. What did she tell them? Oh, I didn't know that you engage in commerce with children. So here's your papers back. You can't serve a minor with papers. And um, they said, we didn't do that. She, remember, he didn't, they didn't want to give the prosecutor the papers? They were mm-hmm. so scared that they didn't want to give the prosecutor the papers, and they were saying, you give it back. And she said, I don't have to give them anything. I don't work for you, and I don't work for the prosecutor. And she told them the same thing. Southern, she said, I'm a civilian. I don't work for you. She said, you work for them. You go give them the papers back. And then the guy said, oh, and she said, here. Here. To protect myself from you until I go do a name change, she said, here's my DBA. Now I own my son's name, too. So when you want to subpoena a minor, you're going to have to subpoena the business again because I just bought his name, too. Let me throw this, say something here. Out of 6,500 people on legal deception, mm-hmm. I have one lady, one, who tried to write up a document on this as to be in a civilian. And I'm putting together remember my militia my military doc mm-hmm. that I filed? I'm changing yeah, that. Did you I'm tell them? Give. Did you tell the people how you wrote that military doc and you filed it into Georgia and a judge asked you about your nice little military doc? <laughs> well, they wanted to know about it. They asked because they keep I have a copy. Yeah, can you believe that Southern wrote up that military doc a while back and the judge called and, you know, here's, oh, here's another thing. When you write up something and it's real good, at least they have the common decency to ask you if they can use your papers. (laughs) They have enough courtesy to call you. Like they did to me one day with my house case. They said, can we have permission to make copies of your writings? And I said, what writings? 
your mortgage case. It's the best one to ever come across a desk. And did you write this yourself? And I said, no, I had help. You know, um, I was doing the research for this guy who, uh, he didn't become a bar lawyer. He, he, he um, was going to do the bar, but he didn't. And uh, he showed me how to look up the laws. And we wrote this paper and legal services, who is, you know, the poor man's lawyer, asked me if they could have a copy and they would represent me in exchange for a copy of that paper because they said it was so well written. Well, Southern got praised over his military doc by a judge. How about this? What was the one? Oh, the name doc. You guys think that the name doc isn't good? The name doc is so good that this judge who's retired said he would take a bazooka and shoot Southern to the moon. He didn't want yeah, to have well. anything to do with Southern's name, Doc. <laughs> well, I'll put it like this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there to the lady. At least yeah, I can give know, her credit. And we I hope she's on the call now. She tried. I want people to get out there, and I need for you guys to, um, um, I need people to help me look for your ancestors. The reason why I'm saying this to you is because there wasn't only Indians on the land, people. You could be European. You can be whatever you are. What if your family's been here for five generations, okay? Did you know that by not looking up your family, you might have a treasure of wealth hidden somewhere, and you go in and you fix your name and your status as a civilian, um, you're going to be able to change your life from night to day. It's just like that, uh, what is that, that, um, National Archives, believe it or not, the guy told me, you know, we don't just look up people's backgrounds, you know. I said, okay. Uh, he said, you have to go to Ancestry.com or one of those um, archive sites. And I told him I was a member for two months and I didn't know how to use it. I couldn't pull anybody up. And um, they were just going on and on about how that's, they don't do that there. They just, you know what they do? They keep, they maintain all the records. But the guy did a 360 and decided to be really nice and he did it for me. And I'm going to meet him because he told me he found so many good things in there for me that I'm going to need them. And um, I'm going to meet with him to uh, pay for the paperwork because you got to pay for all those documents. But what if your family's been here and you can pull up five generations of history of your family and you can go in and claim land? We need people on the land, people. We don't have no people on the land. Yeah, they're all out fighting a war. Yeah. You're not on the <laughs> land, so we need people to come back to the land. And I have a feeling that you guys are those people. Because this happened a long time ago, and I'm pretty sure all of you can find at least, I mean, unless you just cross the border, I'm sure many of you on this show have been here and your ancestors have been here for quite a while. 
I know, I don't know. We have a lot of Moors that come on the show, but I'm not sure, like, when they become Moors, do they abandon their old family tradition? Or, I mean, like, do they, is that like a club or is that like a religion? Is that an association? Do you guys know? Actually, they, they formed, they became part of the Moors nation under, uh, Oh, uh, man, I can't think of this. You know, I know who to ask, so. Yeah, you need to I'm find out because uh, I'm wondering if you became a Moor, do they hold records in there showing your ancestry? Can you hear me? If they do, they're in luck because they don't have to go too far. We have to go to National Archives, but maybe the Moors keep their own um, their own registry. For the rest of the people on here, you need to hit the National Archives or go to um, uh, Ancestry.com or whatever you can find. I went on, oh, here's another place to go to. Census.gov has your family's history in there, too. Your ancestors are on there. Look, Download all the birth certificates you can find. Guy told me that you can download everybody's um, birth certificates, death certificates, with um, that after 50 years it becomes public record. So the only one I have to get to a family member is my grandmother's. He said you can't get your immediate grandmother, but your aunts and uncles can get one for you for the immediate family member if they've just passed away. I'll tell you a secret. I'm not sure about other states, but believe it or not, Florida goes all the way back to 1860. All right? They got records going back that far. Oh, yeah, but you go to National Archives, um, uh, anything before 1860, you go to National Archives, because I found that too here. I was able to pull up a lot of records, and then I hit, I think before 1840 or something, I couldn't pull anything up anymore. And then I called um, Vital Statistics, and Vital Statistics said after anything before, I think what you said, 1860, uh, goes into the National Archives, and you can download all your family's history. Their marriage certificates, you can download their military records, you can download their... um, their birth and death certificates, um, and you you need to get those things. Mm-hmm. We've lost our families here, people. You got to find your family. I'm not saying that that's going to change. Um, that has nothing to do with your civilian status. But it's going to, if you want land and you don't want to have to uh, do what you're doing right now, which is buy a house, pay the property taxes as a tenant, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got to go back and research your family so that you can get some land and become a people of the land. Does anybody have any questions? Yeah, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's actually for Southern. Uh, on Facebook this week, I was reading through the Lieber Code, and uh, per Lieber Code number uh, 55, it says that the occupying force is responsible with maintaining um, maintain yep. maintenance and all the liabilities for the for the occupants of the land. And that, that's why I was... Okay. Hold on one second here. I don't believe that's in the Libra Code. I think that's in uh, the 19, 1899, but let me double check. I thought it was All 55 right. of the Libra Code. Well, hold on. You are correct. He's correct, though. But you have to be a civilian. So, and that being the case, okay, the all capital mm-hmm. letter name document, the, the certificate of live birth, the birth certificate, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. that actually the government holds legal title to that. We just have beneficial and equitable title to it. You I'm have the title. That's why I was saying to the people, like, what, do you, what the hell are you talking about? You're going to expatriate. You're not expatriating. Sure. You're only... Sure. The only thing you're doing is you're changing assignments. See, they're they're administrating you as a child, right? Because you never came back as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the men registered themselves for the selective service, right, when they were 18. So they're all in the militia part of it. And that leaves only women and children. So sure. if you don't sure. come back, and, and the clerks have already told me this. They said you have to come back. you got to let them know that you live. You got to go in and when you change your name, because I said, well, then I don't need a name change. She said, yeah, you do have to get your name changed. And and because people think that changing your name means that you're going to change your name. No, you're not. You're changing the style of your name so that it'll reflect that you're a civilian. If you keep the all capital name, you're a belligerent. Okay. I've already completed the name change in Alaska. And boy, they did everything they could. I had to re-amend that three times because they kept trying to change it from the all caps to the all caps and then from the proper to the proper. And finally, um, I just went in or I had somebody go in for me because mm-hmm. they, arrest, they arrested me. I was in jail at the time mm-hmm. and I got out. And then mm-hmm. after I had gotten out, it became effective on December 9th. So, yeah, you know why they because they, you know what'll happen. I'm gonna tell you why they did that because if you changed it and they gave you the proper grammar name, they won't be able to charge your darn account. That's right. Mm-hmm. You you can't charge. They're liable. Account. They're liable for everything that they charge you for, which means it yeah. comes out of their pocket. So if they can stop you from getting to court, they'll do that before you get that decree. Once you get that decree, it's game over. Okay, this is Buck in Alaska, by the way. So mm-hmm. I got, I have the decree, and then I went to court yesterday on it. And, and when I was in court, I, I mean, because I told them I noticed them, and also I sent the, I, I put together a letter stating that I was a civilian, a non-combatant, a non-belligerent, and went through mm-hmm. all the stuff and sent it to the DA. And the DA right. is supposed to be picking it up registered mail today. So I'm just testing this stuff, firing it out there. Um, something happened to your Facebook messenger and I wasn't able to communicate with you in private. With me? But I was like, yeah. Me? Yeah, Yeah, it's messed up. Like somebody texts me. I don't know what the heck is happening. I can't read. Nobody's text. Barely read your text. So um, (laughs) 
I don't know if that was Trial that was talking. Mm-hmm. Is it my yeah. buddy over there? Okay. my baby over there. She made it online finally. I'm over here having a heart attack. I've been lonely without my 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 best friend over there. But um, yeah, she'll tell you that. You know. Well, I, I never did care. a notice of assignment or anything. Well, you know, I'm gonna so, tell you why yours ain't gonna say it because Alaska's so corrupted. <laughs> oh, it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, uh, your state is. Hey, you're not, don't worry, don't feel that. bad. California is equally as corrupted. Okay. Yeah, I, I was in jail because they targeted me and went after me and got me. So, you know, I did my 75 days and I'm wearing an ankle monitor now before it. But we're going to figure this out. We're going to get this done. Right, Trial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and here's the thing, too. Like, just because we don't do the show for a while, it's not because people are bashing us or anything. I just told you right now, and it's on recording on this show, I don't care what people say about us. You know why? Because they're mad because they don't know what to do after they do a name change. That's why they're mad. They don't know how to operate in private. Like, <laughs> you're going to be... <laughs> well, I missed a I lot got of a what name you guys change. Were... Here's a new one. Yeah. I got a name change. Look, my new name is on my Facebook. You see? Oh, wow. That is so wonderful because you just went through all this to become a private citizen of your own, you're your own body, you rule yourself now, and you just told the world what you did to put yourself back on the public side. So, you know. Great. Uh, To answer your question, I pulled up a Libra code. I knew something didn't sound right. You said it was Article 55? I, I thought it was 55, yeah. Okay, that's not Article 55. That is not actually in the Libra code. Uh, okay. I do believe it is in the military manual. I'm okay. trying to find it right now. I know it's in here someplace. It's stated several times in field manual 27-10 and 27-5, which are both out there on uh, the uh, uh, legal deception. Yes, I, a, a internee, listen carefully, an internee, all right, under... under the laws of war, all right, is uh, he cannot pay, all right, for his attorney. He must be taken care of. Yes. You heard that, right? They, yeah, I did. When I you did. get back on the civilian side with your name change and everything, that's where you found that at. You have to get the name change. They have to take care of you once you tell them. You know what? I, um, You know, you tell vital statistics. You know, I got this name change or whatever, and I'm a, I'm a civilian non-combatant. They have to put you on that civil registry. Okay. You know, they're just was, trying to I act like it, but, you, but not, but not. You ha- wherever you were born, you have to tell. Not in Alaska, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in Washington State. Okay. So. There is, but no, um, this is bad. Yeah. There is actually several places in the laws of war that, that uh-huh. states that what you were talking about. I'll try to look a couple of them up and uh, post them out there on legal deception tomorrow. Yeah, well, pull the quote. Okay. You know what? Pull the quotations out, Southern, tomorrow so that they can see okay. that they had to do that name change because you know what? If, that way <clears throat> we can kill the bird 
that is throwing stones out there and going crazy about the... Yes, they know they violated the copyright, okay? But Southern well, will tell in, you in the law that they're allowed to do that. That's in the, that's in the, uh, the Trading with the Enemy Act. Yeah, because it's under House Joint Resolution 192, too. Since they took away all the money, we're constricted to use their money. They're obligated to pay all the debts, public and private, for us. Right. Well, the, that's our... <laughs> believe it or not, okay, that is in the military manuals. When they, when I knew I read okay. it in there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the military. It's in uh, it's in uh, the uh, 27-10, 27-5. Uh, it's in about seven or eight military manuals. When it comes well, to it doesn't, see if you can find in the military manual. See if you well, can I find. Think... Well, I was going to ask them to go in there and look to see where, maybe they have a hint in there as to where one would go to receive that care since they did, uh, they left that tidbit out. You know, they tell you, oh, you got to do the name change. See what all the procedures are if they have them all in there. And I'll try to help you find that too. I, I'm going to be free tomorrow since I already got these two people working on my um, paperwork. Um, we'll go over it tomorrow and see if they have the exact uh, policy and procedures for uh, instituting that care that they're supposed to be providing and paying all those debts. That's why I kept telling people, stop getting an EIN. Stop going to UCC. Stop <laughs> doing those things. You guys are crazy. Well, I've been telling well, them for 25 the, years. They don't want to if, I may, <laughs> if I may here for a second. I've done some studying through, um, oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> It brings me back to what Boris is always talking about by using usufruct and then Lieber mm-hmm. code, I believe it's 31 and all that, where mm-hmm. the military can take possession of the property, but if you redeem the re- certificate or the receipt back to them, mm-hmm. nope. okay, they're responsible. And I think that's where I might have gotten the, the, the maintenance and, and all the mm-hmm. liabilities was from listening to listen. list because Boris talked about it all the time too, and I I was like trying to put this all together, and I was like, well that title that because I, we're the registered title holder, we're mm-hmm. the only ones that can draw our cert, our certificates of live birth from our counties or states vital statistics, so we're the registered title holder. Well, uh, we're well actually you're not right now until you did your name change because remember they didn't even know where you were at after you were 18. Yeah. For the men, for me though, for the men, mm-hmm. they didn't have mm-hmm. no damn excuse because you guys did that selective service. But you know what? When I was thinking about it, I told Southern, you know how they got the men? Because when they were 18, they made them sign up for a selective service, which puts them back into that that listing that they're still militia or military uh, by obligation when they signed that that paper, those papers, and that that's why they have women. And children, look at uh, children. Well, they changed it. It used to be for women and children. The food stamps and the welfare. Mm-hmm. It never said. And and Southern can tell you this to this date, men are not allowed to get welfare. Mm-hmm. They will beat you up before they give you well a welfare check to a man, right? So what do well. you do so you can get that welfare? They'll say that you're disabled incompetent and they give you the SSI. 
Mm-hmm. See, they're going to put everybody under some category of disadvantage so that they can keep you under their control. But, but right, and um, now, and a, um, a disabled vessel is not eligible for redemption. Yeah, I was arguing about that yesterday. I was like, um, uh, somebody had mentioned, one of the girls out there said something about, well, we can do both um, I, so that you don't lose your benefits. No, you can't do both. If you're on SSI, you cannot do your redemption and equity because um, SSI is a welfare, and it means that you're disabled. Like in disabled veteran. Mm-hmm. Believe me, believe me when I tell you guys this, okay, that book out there on uh, military insurance, you need to pick it up and read it. It will walk you right straight into those Social Security Acts. You know, walk you right straight into veterans' benefits. And I'm telling you, I, I have a sneaky suspicion, and I can't get an answer from anybody, that they're under the same program. Yeah, I bet they are, you know. I mean, they probably are. I'm not going to say they are. They probably are because they use different languages for different things. But but um, Trial can well, tell you that she's... She'll tell you that those sheriffs and officers, they know the difference between a criminal and a civilian. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they do. Oh, yeah, they do, without a doubt. There's a, yeah, um, a, a gentleman from the South, and I think he's probably listening, and he went in and he did his name change. And last week he was driving and he got pulled over. And um, he calls me, and we're talking. And he had given his decree and his documents to the to the officer who pulled him over, and the officer called back up. So they have the two witnesses, and they're looking over his papers. And they come back to him, and he says, "Okay, um, your license. Is, we want to give you a notice that your license is, uh, I think, it was either expired or suspended, and speeding. And so these are two arrestable offenses. But we're going to let it go this time. Have a nice day." The police oh, are para, para, yeah, they're a paramilitary organization, and this came directly from um, one of the officers that I was speaking to a few years ago before I had actually completed my name change, and he told me that they're you a paramilitary are, organization. That's correct. So, and so yeah, so they, they know listen, the difference between... Okay, yeah, that's really something. interesting. Oh, go ahead. They have one main job. What is that one main job? to protect the damn civilians. That's right. And if you think I'm kidding you, I am not. <laughs> that is the job of the military. Everything Absolutely. they do, every, all these laws, is to protect the civilians. There's only one That's problem. why when you go to, um, that's there why the none. Supreme Court says, <laughs> you know, that the, that the police are the only people that are um, that can use that excuse of ignorance is no excuse for the law, right? Mm-hmm. Because they mm-hmm. don't know either. And I'm going to tell you, they definitely don't know, okay? Ooh, when you have was... the police? Yeah, they don't know about the um they don't know about the name change or any of that stuff. That um police station where I went to that little small police station, they had no idea about the name change or anything. You know what the first thing they threw at me? Was I claiming to be a sovereign citizen. Yeah, aren't these the same police officers that said that they go by the 1611 King James Bible? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So 
So all okay. that. Oh, um, oh wait you know, a minute. The police officers didn't know, and neither did the jailer. But guess who knew? <clears throat> their lieutenant and their chief of their police department. Because remember, they called the chief of police on my daughter. And uh, when he came, remember I told you he ran to the um, clerk and told the clerk, right, there's no warrant for her arrest? And she looks at the chief like, what the hell are you talking about? He said, right, there's no warrant for her arrest? And she said, no, I guess. She didn't know what he was talking about. And so he walked to her and he told her, just pay the bill, please. And she said, no. You lied to me. You said there was a warrant. He said, <laughs> you know why? He said, just pay this because you signed the contract with the judge, and that's why I'm chasing after you. Once you pay this debt, we will never bother you again. Go with God. Let me tell you what. The chief and the lieutenant, they know, or the sheriff, they know. But the, I mm-hmm. think the newer police, they don't know. Or, you know, when they look up your name, they probably just have a simple instruction, an end-user instruction. When you see this on the computer, they're a threat to the public and you arrest them, but they don't know why, okay, until they get to a higher ranking, I think. Because I'm telling you, some of these – I had an officer tell me, are you a U.S. citizen? I go, no. He goes, then what are you, an immigrant? I go, no. He goes, then what are you? I go, um, I think I'm an American. He goes, we're U.S. citizens. I said, good for you. You could be whatever you want to be. <laughs> um, let me throw this out here for right quick. I put two case laws out there. One of them I'm going to pull up right now. Ex parte Milligan, 1866. You need to go read that case, people. Because right. it tells you right in there. Guess what? All right, you cannot, a civilian cannot be tried in the military jurisdiction. All right, right, I got three of them. I got three of them sitting right That's here. That's right. And they you can put, oh, yeah, and I forgot now. to tell you, you can put an injunction on them like I did. Now, you can put an injunction against your own police station. These people, these people know this. Now, I'm not saying that all the lower echelon, you know, incense and stuff, don't know it on the police department, but you better damn well believe that guy sitting up there called a sheriff with four stars on his collar, okay, aka county county command militia commander. He's fully yeah, aware of that. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you who else knows. These courts know. All right, but uh, like I said, you need to go read that. There's actually three court cases that I put out there. They all say the same thing. A civilian cannot be tried in a military court as long as there is a civilian court by intact. And she will tell you there is a civilian court intact, at least in Dade County. <laughs> now, yeah, I think they're everywhere. They just um, – I know Texas has it because I went downtown and I saw – and I put photos on the wall of the court. It said civil, it said civil court. Well, wait a minute. Make sure you're getting the right civil court because they, they try to run a civil court under the military flags. Civil court can't have those military flags. I'll, have to, I'll have to go inside and look. I was on the outside. It said, it said civil court, but 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 cool. doesn't mean I won't go inside to go check out their flags. I'll see if I if can go inside s- and look. 
Look, look at this. If they got a United States flag, and don't tell me that this people that this is a Admiralty Maritime jurisdiction because it's not. It's under the laws of war. All right. But if they got that military United States military commander in chief flag in 1959 in there, and look look at the state flag. If it's got a spear on top of it, which I know it does, because I've already checked Texas out. I guarantee you're standing in military jurisdiction. You want to turn oh, I don't. I don't disagree there. with you. I, all these states are under it already. They're just yeah. hoping. They're just hoping. You you know, I was telling uh, Trial that the school documents now. This is something new that wasn't on the documents last year. They ask you what generation is that child. I think they're waiting for the fifth generation to pass, so that they can implement their full blown slave trade uh, thing going on because let me tell you something. I've never seen any papers before where they ask you what generation um, uh, is that child under your family status. So I know we're hitting that fifth and sixth generation. I think once the sixth generation comes in since 1933, since they took the people under this um, 14th Amendment, well, the 14th Amendment didn't happen in 1933, but what they did when they took the people and began doing the birth registries, uh, I think they're going based on 1933. They need to see if the fifth or sixth generation has come in. So that's why well, I'm telling actually, people, go find your, um, your uh, ancestry, and I'll let you speak in one minute. I'm going to let you um, take over here, but... I don't care if you even came on a slave boat or if your ancestors came on a slave boat because you know what? After the Civil War, if you read, um, I had posted it online. Uh, I think it's called uh, Black Acres. It tells you that um, these people were stealing your names because something about when the slaves were freed, they were supposed to give you land and take care of you. Right, but you never showed up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 40 acres and a mule, and yeah. uh, General <laughs> Sherman, General Sherman I don't need the actually, mule. I don't need a damn mule now, but I'll you can it. give me a horse. Hey, I'll, I'll take, take a horse. Mule. I'll have two mules. Let the kids ride them. Actually, General <laughs> Sherman, um, I forget how many hundreds, I think 400,000 acres of land between South Carolina, uh, Georgia, and Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had set aside, all right, for the slave, freed slaves, all right, and that got repealed by Andrew Jackson, if I remember correctly. I read that somewhere a long time ago. Yeah, well, that's why we're going to go in there and go get that land back. See, these people, they're trying to steal the land. As a matter of fact, that's probably why that bank tried to foreclose on America, because nobody came back to claim the land. Well, they well, can't steal the land. They can steal the property that sits on top of the land, but the land itself is vacant. So mm-hmm. let, let me say, let me say something here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Remember Southern. one. Remember one thing. United States of military occupier. Okay. Of certain parts parts of this country, Florida's one of them. On the Adam Bonus Treaty, there's a military occupier. All right, they can't sell that land. That land still legally, technically, I hate to say this, still belongs to the to the Seminole Indians. Yeah. Just like other pieces of property land in the United States belong to other Indian nations. 
right? We're just the we're just the high contracting power uh, of the military occupying power over this, and we're supposed to take care of it. Well, somewhere along the line, that didn't happen. Oh well. Well, we got sloppy. That's all it is. But we can always make a comeback. And um, I know that the people that listen to this radio show, um, Redemption Equity, at least they have a good head on their shoulders to at least go and do their research. Um, And I'll tell you, I love all the people off of Legal Deception. Um, I'm going to start kicking people out of there, too. I just see too much garbage coming onto the wall. Yeah. I mean, so know that you're going to be deleted. Don't even bother asking me why you were deleted because I'm reading your posts, okay? And I see some of the most craziest things being written on there that's going to earn you a ban. (laughs) I'm telling you, you can be public and private. You go right on ahead and do that, and I think you'll be in jail before the year's over. Uh, I'm telling you, you I've heard it all. Huh? What was that? Okay. Can, I a, can I ask a question here? Real quick. Uh-huh. Okay, yesterday when I was in court, this is the first time that I had that happen to me. I had another mm-hmm. case going in Anchorage, Alaska, mm-hmm. that um, something happened. They issued a $100 warrant on me. And I've been mm-hmm. to court several times, but yesterday mm-hmm. it was weird because I was sitting in court, and I know the guys that work in the jail, the bailiffs, <laughs> real well. Yeah. I've spent enough time with those guys. But he said, hey, come here. So I went back there, and there were two officers, and he's like, hey, we got this warrant, and we don't really want to bring you in. Is there any way you can go up to the clerk's office and pay this? Is that is that because of the name change they did that? Yeah, I would do yeah. this. Yeah. Go to the clerk. Go to the clerk and say, hey, I need a cash bond, please. And if she okay. says, for what? Say, so I can set off the performance bond. Say, you know what? You're using my title here. You don't have a right. You you owe me a hundred dollars. Well, not only that, it's contempt of court. If they try to go against an order, especially a divine order like a decree, mm-hmm. if they try to go against that, that is contempt of court. Look it up. And they mm-hmm. can't do that. Yeah. And, and that's something that they can absolutely not do, especially when you pull that out and you start waving it and flashing it or showing it to them. Say, hey, look at look what I got, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. They're going to say, okay. And I'm, 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 I'm scared. I'm childish about it because, listen, if I... Oh, if, yeah, if, me too. I'm going to have I'd be like, boom, boom, shakalaka. They'd be looking at me like, you crazy lady. Yeah, you, I am a crazy lady. You better get the hell away from me. Mm-hmm. Before, hey, well, they you better were, get away from me before I put a they, warrant out for your arrest. They were all laughing at me when I brought up the fact that I had a name change. Okay, I heard but you. But I don't know how to... Enforce that. Uh, do I do I need to pull that out and and show that to the judge because Absolutely. I brought it up to them. And Absolutely. I, I brought it up to them and they just ignored it and kept right on going. Like, yeah, big deal. Do you want us to change the way we style all the? Because this is the second time I had a prosecutor say that to me now. Too. Oh, now that you have the name changed, do you want us to formally change the way that we're doing all these charges? And I said, absolutely not. No, no, no. You say yeah. yes because they yeah, can't charge you that say name. Yes. Yeah. I want you to change it and charge against this, and then I'm going to hit you for contempt of court. Yeah. Okay. You're violating, you're violating your were... oath and your bond right here in front of this judge right here in this courtroom. If you want to go ahead and do that and forfeit it, by all means, go right ahead. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I just didn't understand what I needed to say. I'm going to go back. Yeah, and you know what you say. Absolutely, you just say it like this. Absolutely, I want you to change the style on it. To change <laughs> the name change from it. the defendant. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't know if they were to trying to get it. me in a. I didn't know if they were trying to get me in some kind of a contract to agree to change it so they could move forward. They can't because they're military. Okay. Awesome. Wait a no, let, me, is, let me ask you this. Go, Are go, they trying to address it. you with the all-capital name? I brought that up. They, it is on top of all the all the documents, but they what? also do the, they do it in a proper form. And then mm-hmm. in Alaska, if you look up all everything on the court view section, they have mm-hmm. everything in the true name, the last name, first, first name. Is first it the whole last name, first, first name, last middle spelled out completely and totally? Yes, it is. But that's how they do everything on the on the court view. And I was like, man, they're doing everything through the individual. And I've asked tons of questions about it, and they won't tell me anything. And most people don't yeah, know well, what you, I'm talking no, about. If they don't, if they don't address you under that proper name, you know, here's the whole thing. Once you get that proper name, right? Mm-hmm. I believe you know how they tell you to go to the clerk. They're telling you to go to the clerk because they. They themselves cannot serve you now. See, this is what's happening with my daughter. They they tried to hand deliver her a warrant, right? And she, gotcha. my grandson, he opened the warrant. He didn't know. He's only 13. It's, um, and she said, what is this? Why did you serve this to my grandson? And they stayed quiet. She said, you can't serve him this. And uh, she says, I own the name now, see? And I own my name, too. So what did they do? They took the open warrants, and and she said, we're going to walk you over to prosecutor. You can give it to uh, the prosecutor yourself. She said, no, that's not my job. I don't work for you or him. You do that. And they got really scared. They took the warrants, and they had to walk it themselves. Oh, she was saying, that's going to be 50 cents a copy? She said, yeah, I'll give you 50 cents a copy after you pay me $300 for the first hour that I'm standing here. She goes, let's contract right now. The director comes out and says, make the copy, please. We don't want no problems. She goes, yeah, I should charge you $300 per hour for you making me come down here and hand deliver this to you. You can't address me by any name except for the one that belongs to me. Right, and so they had to take their papers back. Um, you control that capital name now. If if you got your name changed and you got it, but here's my question to you: Did Well, you, you control the upper lower name. If the decree, if the decree, when you switched it to upper first middle last, you are a civilian and you control that name. Okay? Yeah. So when they say, "Do you want us to switch it to this?" Yeah, sure, go ahead. Once they switch it to it, say, "Uh, uh-uh, I control them." Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you can hit him with a counterclaim. You can hit him with um, contempt for going against it. But here's the thing, is that this also um, has, to, it has to go back to your birth county because your birth county has the record. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe he didn't give them notice yet, and that's why they're playing a game with them because they don't see it yet. Do they just they keep dragging, it, dragging the case out and rescheduling it and dragging it out and rescheduling it? Uh, yeah, this has been going on for a while, but we had a trial yeah. call situation. I the one tomorrow, it's a trial call situation. 
And that's what, and I've tried to notice that the county that I was born in, the county that I was born in, but it's, I'm not getting any headway with those guys. You know, and I think trial, I think I talked to you about that. All right, just call, try, call trying me to tomorrow. Do that we'll talk about it. I don't have your number, but, and you're not on Facebook anymore, so. Just send me an email, and I'll give you my number on there, and then we'll talk about it. At, at no caps? Yeah. Okay. Sounds and good. And here's the thing. Did you tell the, oh, you, did you tell the people out in um, your state, your your vital statistics? I called them and said, okay, I have a name change here. It's changed from the all caps to the proper, and they said, we can't do anything about it. I researched it at the county and spoke to their vital statistics. They said, once we get the information from the hospital, okay, all that information is forwarded on to the vital statistics at the state capitol. So those are the people yeah, that you got to Yeah, to. you have to send notice to the state. You have to send notice to the state capitol. You're sending them a notice, okay? I did send them a notice, and they returned everything to me and said that, well, we can't do anything because we can't change it from the all caps. Oh, and I was like, yeah, but you're they're supposed to. Me. You're they're supposed to write that into that. Um, they're supposed to write something into that birth certificate that you had it amended to the proper case. So they're they're bullcrapping with you. You have to be yeah. more forceful about it because okay. you see. A lot of people are doing this now, and they're really scared. They don't know what to do. All the civilians are coming oh, back. Yeah. So. There was a guy. Here's a quick story. There was a guy, him and his uh, wife and his children, he went in. He went into there, and he had a um, separate case going on. <clears throat> and uh, so he goes in there with his wife, and um, the whole family's on the name change. And the attorney for the other case that he was dealing with showed up, sweating, and beat red, begging the judge not to grant the name change because it would cause serious problems for them. The judge told him, I don't know what you're doing here. You keep your mouth shut. Awesome. Well, I spoke um, to the supervisor of vital statistics in Washington State several times, and mm-hmm. the guy was just playing around with me. And I was like, okay, you have an oath. I accept your oath. I need to know how... I need to get this changed. I need to get this on the no, registry. No, you got to tell them this. You got to write. You got to write them a letter with registered mail and say, "I am a civilian of this land, and I require that you do the following." And you tell them, "I need to be placed in the civil registry. Here's my name change decree. This is just a notice." Once um, they sign for it, say, "And you know, uh, did he sign your um?" You, did you send it return receipt where you get the signed card? No, I sent it. I, I sent it to him certified. No, you can't do I'll, that. You a man I'll send has it registered. to send. I'll send yeah, it registered to the supervisor. Yes. What What's the county buck? It's uh, well, it was in a Soton County, but the vital statistics is in uh, county, Olympia. Your birth county. In the birth county of Soton County. So they told me they didn't deal with anything with vital statistics, that everything in Washington State has been moved to the state. state the yeah, I, I, had a, I had a conversation with someone from the Supreme Court on Friday, and he said that all of the county offices were abolished in the 70s. I said, so you're telling me that all those people are imposters? And he sat there quiet. He sat there quiet. 
And he says, well, Wait, the clerks what, did you are, what did you tell them? That they're what? I said, um, he said that all of the counties were abolished in the 70s. I said, so are you telling me that all the people in the county offices right now are all imposters? And he sat there very quiet, and he says, well, the clerks are now called registered. So, Buck, what was, hey, the, what hey, was the county hey, again? they are called registers, we sure as hell didn't know about it, because, you know, I will tell you this. That my 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 badge says clerk two on it, right? But you know what? When I went to court one day, you know, as the clerk, I heard them say something about I work under a special registry. Mm-hmm. They didn't call me a clerk after that. They called me something else, and I'm looking at my badge, and I said, but my badge says I'm a clerk too, and they just looked at me like, you know what? Shut your mouth. Oh, Buck, what was the county again? Buck? Hello? Asotan, Asotan County. Asotan County. Sorry, I muted out. My A-S-O-T-I-N. And that's Washington State, right? Yep. Yeah, hold on a second. Uh, and they all know me. I've had many Kelly conversations McKenzie? with everybody. Yep. And you spoke to you spoke to Kelly McKenzie? The head clerk, yes. Actually, yeah. We're related, come to find out, because I grew up really? in that area. So oh yeah. So she's like, Well, I don't know. You know, she didn't know about it. I'll have to do research and talk to everybody and everything on what needs to be done. Cause I was questioning them on what I needed to do to file that through probate probate. And she was like, uh, I don't know anything about that. So yeah, a lot of people, they don't know. Like, I know a clerk um, uh, that doesn't know, but they said they were going to look into that, too, because they've never heard of anything like the stuff that we're doing. Exactly. But I'm sure they have to know what a civilian is. Come on. Yeah, they. I mean, they definitely know that. Yeah. Well, they, they know. I, mean, I think they... Yeah, I'll I tell you what it is. I think the lawyers one. are... I think the lawyers, let me tell you, because I worked as a clerk for quite a, I mean, I've been a clerk for 18 years in many different offices, okay? You know what they tell you? They, we have to have a meeting every year. And in those meetings, they tell us, you're not allowed to talk to media. You're not allowed to answer any questions that come your way. You have to direct them to the director's office. So when people come in to ask us questions, we're not, we might know the answer, but they're not allowed to talk about it. If we do, we would get fired. So should I go talk to the district attorney for Soton County? Um, County? County? The head, the head attorney? You know who I would talk to? Uh, I know who the highest power is. The, uh, the commissioner is the highest power for the county. Yeah. The highest executive in the county. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, because I when I went to the commissioner, I told them, hey, you know what? I am a private American citizen, and you know what? I'm supposed to get private service, and the commissioner actually um, for that district put me with the high with the clerk of the court for the county. Mm. And when I talked to the clerk, I told him, you're supposed to be paying our bills. He said, um, <clears throat> how do we do that? I said, well, you know how to do that. I said, the commissioner gave me your number. I guess that means you're supposed to know how to do that. 
He goes, um, well, um, I don't have any instructions here. I said, well, so you, you want me to send you a letter of instruction? Hey, hey, Kyle, I said, well, do you want me to send you a letter that says <laughs> pay my bills and send my bills to your office? <laughs> <laughs> he stays quiet and he says, why don't you come in here and we could talk about this? I said, because I, you're telling me you want, you needed instructions, so I'm supposing I'm supposed to give this to you in writing. Or even a fiduciary appointment. We had a woman mm-hmm. in Broward County. She went in, she got her name changed, and they led her right into the clerk of court. The clerk of court took it, gave her a registration form, had her flip it over and endorse it, and her registration went through the same day that she did her name change. Now, the registration, do you know um, registration into what, though? Do you know what registry? She was in the, she was in the, um, the, the clerk's office, county clerk. I wonder if they put her into the civilian registry. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because you, you, you want to get into the civilian registry is what you want to do, because that way then the, when you do your orders to have them pay those bills, uh, they're supposed to pay the bills. We already got that down packed here in Texas. They said they're supposed to pay the bills. So I'm thinking you would go to that clerk and just sign into the registry as a civilian. But I wanted Gonzo, which he just disappeared here. I'll have to talk to him. I'm going to be meeting with him next week. He told me that he was given specific instructions. Like, everything we had to do has to be private. Which, you know, remember what you were saying? You can't file things into the public or else you get, you know, it's a quick claim? Yep. So he was, he he knows the process now of what we were supposed to do with that name change. (coughs) And I need for him to have a meeting with you, Trial to see if that is the process that you need to do over there in your state. Because it's, um, what you just said right now is when you file anything with a clerk, it becomes a quick claim deed. In the recorder's office. Right. Well, he he was told what to do with that birth certificate name change once you um, get it. You're supposed to do something to it or something. But I don't want to say what it is because I'll say it long, and then next week I'll have 50 people jumping down my neck and saying, that's not what he said. You're supposed to do this to it. And um, I want him to tell us because he got it straight from the horse's mouth. It's supposed Um, to be endorsed and registered. Yeah, something something had to be done to it, and then it was going to be filed privately or something, and then you're automatically, I guess, and here's the thing. I think they're supposed to give you a civilian ID. I'm going to find that yes, out tomorrow. Are. I'm going to call the, the they're supposed um, to give you, yeah. The what? But yes, that's right. Yeah, the, the civilian ID, right. That's really um, what you're looking for. You're not looking for the driver's license. You're not looking for your passport. Um, right. You're looking for the civilian ID, and well, that's civilian ID is also a passport, but it's a different. It, it allows yeah, you to it's a different kind. Right. Yeah. So basically, um, we've been working on that, and 
I've been working on how to get you the land and um and the land and um how to get your original paperwork from the hospital because they never destroyed it. No, they didn't. They tell you that they, they did after twenty years, but it's still there. Yeah, they're a bunch of lies. They, they didn't destroy yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's on microfilm. Yeah, these people lie. So you know what? This one person, um, they told Gonzo, oh, we don't have microfilms here. I'm like, man, these people just don't get tired of lying. You go to different places. Whenever they tell you they don't do this, people, do not believe them. They just, they just, I don't know. They're ignorant or something. I don't know what's wrong with these people. Well, Or they're, they they're being to... told to tell us this. I don't know. So you can give up and walk away. They, they've got to keep their little secrets. You know, think about it. Who who wants a couple of hundred million, a million civilians walking around out here? Mm-hmm. That, that would really mess up the log game plan, wouldn't it? Well, here's my thing. Um, it's not supposed to be hard. Uh, like, they've gotten so much control robbing those accounts that they can't let them go. There's a lot of liability in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not a we're not a we're not a large group, okay? We're we're not a really a big group here. So I don't know why they're getting all upset about people uh uh doing what we're doing. That's why I told you. Because there's waves small. and waves of people. There's waves and waves of people coming in and doing this and what's happening is is the bar is looking stupid and they're losing a lot of money. Yeah. That's what's happening. I mean, they are, and it's happening. And it's out. happening in bigger numbers. We might be sitting here talking, and there might be fifty to one hundred people sitting here listening. But on the other end, <clears throat> there's a lot of people out there going out and getting these name changes. And contrary to you know who wants to argue about it, or who wants to say this, that, or the other thing, or or you know throw out nasty digs at at the people who are talking about it or out there doing it. You're welcome, honey. Um, if you don't want to do it, by all means, it will skip past you and it will skip to the next guy who has the balls to go out there and do it and get it done and get his liberty yeah. back. So mm-hmm. as far as the arguing and the fighting and all that other nonsense, that is the stuff that keeps them in that war. So yep. if, if, if folks want to fight about it, you can stay on the battlefield and get your asses handed to you, and no one gives a damn. Yep. <laughs> no, they it's really true. Don't. That's, part, I don't. Yeah, that's part of the battle, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care because I know that there are people out there that want it bad enough and want to protect their families bad enough, you know what I mean, and want to save the house from foreclosure bad enough and want to keep their belongings bad enough that will actually go out there and do it and sit there and watch the show and watch what happens to their lives. And, and those and people who want to, you know, they're sending mm-hmm. people messages and they're saying, oh, this is a... This is a myth. One of the guys, I was talking to this young lady who I know personally, and she got a message from someone who had been in my inbox for quite some time. And that person sends her a message not knowing who she is, telling her, oh, it's a myth. And she shows me, and I just, I'm, she's sitting right next to me, and I'm laughing. Now, this young girl just came out of probate. She went to the vital statistics and spoke to the, to the registrar himself, and says, my name, my certificate is in all caps. You need to change this. And she went back and forth with him a little bit. And this is a young girl. Went back and forth with him a little bit. And the guy agreed, you know what, just send it to me and I'll type it up for you. 
and you don't have to worry about it. So now she's got her certificate in upper lower the way it's supposed to be so she can go back to that judge and say, now you need to change it because you told me that all the certificates are in all caps. Well, looky, looky what I got here. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you want to play the game, play the game. If you don't want to play the game, shut your mouth and continue on getting your ass beat out in the battlefield. It's that hey, simple. If you want to keep your all caps name, you go you go right on ahead because without your knowledge, they'll just go in there and change your name, and the all caps name, and they can do it over and over again. And guess what? Bam. Until you go to court and fix that problem, they can do it over and over because like the vital staff guy told me, judge can do whatever he wants to with that name. Yeah, and then you're surety for it. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're surety for it, you're whipping boy for it. Yep. And you are subject to everything that comes along with that name. And it's that simple. And I'm going to keep it simple, too, and I'm just going to say this. Yes, we know that people have been protesting against us. And here's my answer. We don't care. care. We're still going to do what we're doing. And um, whoever, like I said before in all the shows, you're welcome to join us. We work very hard to get you this information, trust me. Sometimes I go overboard (laughs) to get the information. However, you don't have to do this. And I just want you to know, we're not deceiving you, okay? This isn't no deception. This is Listen, real. I'll be totally honest with you. The whole the mm-hmm. name change information is out. People have gone out and done it. I don't mm-hmm. care about the arguments. I, we've moved past that now, and yeah. we're working on other things, more important, mm-hmm. solid, other things, and yeah. things that I'm not willing to talk about right now because we're testing out a few things. Once mm-hmm. those things hit and we nail them down, then we might be a little bit willing to share some of the information here and there. And there are people on the phone right now who have already completed their name change and people who are already looking at other avenues, including the land. Mm-hmm. Sitting there listening. We so don't for the, name, like, for the like naysayers who have, mm-hmm. you know, the, the naysayers who have negative things to say, there's people on the line right now sitting on mute laughing at them. Mm-hmm. While they sit there and scratch their head trying to figure out how they stop their foreclosure by filing bullshit documents. I don't even, you know what, I, when, I, when people start protesting and I see that change of attitude, I just remove them from my Facebook. I don't have time they go, for that. They you go with what? the breeze. They mm-hmm. go with the breeze. They, they get the information. They look at it. Someone says, uh-oh, this isn't right. And then they just go with the breeze of the person who says this isn't right. Why? Because they have fear in their heart. That is their problem, not mine. That's something that you have to work through personally. Take your behind to, to therapy or something to get past that. Because mm-hmm. we're already past that. Yeah, we're beyond that already. And we don't have time, like, um, like you were saying. We're working on other things right now. How mm-hmm. to get land, how to get your, um, your security. Uh, we know that you are supposed to be taken care of as a civilian, right? We know this already. That's what we're working on right now, getting you your ID cards, the proper ones. So I don't have time to get an email or a text questioning me. So-and-so said that the name change doesn't work. I'm not going to answer you. You know why? Because I told you, you can do whatever your heart desires. Um, you do not have to do what we're doing, okay? You don't. It's not an obligation now. You did this because you know there was something wrong. You wouldn't be here if there wasn't something wrong. 
Mm-hmm. And um, for these people that are saying, oh, it doesn't work, that that's a lie, it's a deception, like I said before, I don't care. We're working, we're, we're past that part now. We're working on trying to get a hold of you guys some land and trying to get a hold of, um, so you can have something for your children, so mm-hmm. you can get your status back as a darn civilian that you're supposed to be, not a belligerent. And the um, land we don't stuff, care. The land, the land stuff is easier than what people think. Because I know. What it is is <laughs> that they're, they're sitting here playing. <laughs> they're sitting there. Well, we, I, the information came from from other brilliant minds when we all sat down and started talking. But um, the game that these people are playing, you know, this mortgage game deeds and blah blah blah. It, it's it's just information being passed to and from people on a on a game board by using paper. And the problem is, is that the game board itself doesn't have an owner. That's the problem, okay? And you fix that problem when you fix your status, then you can go ahead and, and, and correct that problem. And it's, mm-hmm. it's easier than you think because the documents are out there. The, the, the information that is giving you land is already out there. But you don't have the status to do it because slaves can't own land. If you're dead and you're a decedent, it shows it shows on your mortgage that you're a tenant. You're not an owner. You are a tenant. Yeah. You are a renter, just like the woman in the county told me. We're just renters. So who owns the building? Is the building a ban- Okay, so we have an owner for the building. Who owns the land that the building is sitting on top of? That's the big question. Yeah. And that was so that was so important to know, and we should have known that when when. Uh, uh, it was said that Wells Fargo Bank was trying to commit a foreclosure on America because the land had been that. abandoned. I saw they were that. trying to foreclose yeah. on the land. Yeah, I saw that. Because, so, it's, because it's vacant. All of the land itself is vacant. And so yeah. I've got these, these two amazing guys. Um, they We were talking, and they were talking about how their grandmother's land had been taken, you know, this little guy in a suit shows up with a shiny smile and says, oh, sign this. And, and so they took her house and they tore the whole area down and they built a hotel on top of it in a highway pass. So they ended up getting the documents for that particular area and they're working on completing that and it's going to be theirs. It's that simple. Yeah. And they know it. And there's a very large family and that's a lot of land. And there's someone sitting on top of it who happens to be renting it. So where is the rent? Where are the taxes? Where is all of, all of those funds that have been sitting in abeyance waiting for the owners to show up for that land? They have the documents. They went out and they got them. Two amazing, brilliant men that, that, that knew very little until they started tuning in and looking for information, and they found it. And they're actually two of my favorite people. Hey, you know what? That's why they say the treasure. You don't need to go to the ocean to find your treasure. You need to stay right here on the land and look for all your goodies right over here on this land. Mm -hmm. You know, and you might get your 40 acres and a mule when you're done. Mm. And everything that sits on top of it. Yep. 
So with that, people, like, you know, like I, I just bring it to a close. We wanted to, I, went, I wanted to pound that out to you because we just can't be having people coming in here. And um, that's why I came to Redemption Equity to do this. Uh, I'm not, we're not going to have people out here. Anybody that has a problem with the name change or with whatever they're doing and they're stuck now, you know why they're stuck anyway? They're stuck because they're arrogant. Because they don't want to ask us what comes next. You know why? I guess they're too proud. And so instead of um, asking, hey, what comes next, they prefer to say it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And well, probably because they did it wrong or they weren't following the appropriate instructions because the instructions mm-hmm. are there in the state statute or they decided to do it the way they wanted to do it or they did it mm-hmm. in the wrong location or, you know, so on and so forth and so on and so forth. And we've said many, many, many times how to do it, where to go to do it, where the power comes from, how to execute, what you get when you execute. Mm-hmm. We're not going to keep going back and forth on it. If you want to be angry about it, you will not move past the position that you're in because you're angry. You can't learn while yeah. you're angry. You're ranting and raving and acting like a lunatic, you know, and, and, and putting the stuff all over Facebook because you need, an, you need attention or you need a platform to, to show off. By all means, continue to do that, but that's not going to get you your answers. Exactly. And no one cares. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, well... Some people were caring, you know, but I just, like, are you going to come and ask me such a question like that, like, oh, I heard it doesn't work? Don't expect me to give you an answer because I, I got, like, 40 instant messages sitting over there in my in my wall that I can barely even read them. And then you're going to question me about, oh, I heard that the name change didn't work. And, and I got, like, I don't know, like 20 instant messages of people looking for trial. Well, she's right here on the show. See, she, she's not gone anywhere, okay? <laughs> no, you know what it is? I, I, don't, I don't want to continue to beat a dead horse. Yeah. And I'm, I'm being flooded with stuff, and, and it's leaking into my, my own life. And the people who need to get in contact with me, they already have my phone number. They know how to reach me. They have the email. Mm-hmm. That you, you know how to reach me via email. So it's not like I've completely vanished off the face of the earth. But there's certain things that I'm willing to tolerate and there's certain things that I'm not and I don't have patience for a lot of things. And so when it comes down to nonsense, you know, you're, you're filling my mind and my life with nonsense when I'm working on other things and I don't have time for that. I will not make time for that. We've been, we've been talking about this for almost two years. People yeah. can go back and listen to those audios from day one. What was it November 2015, something like that? Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time now. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention, but, um, you know, I know a lot of people, they call because they have problems, like court problems. Well, we're not lawyers. We're not lawyers. Okay, we're civilians, not lawyers. And you wouldn't, here, here's, I'm going to give you a little tidbit here. You wouldn't need to be a continental marshal. I'm not, I don't even have to say names because there are many of you out there. You don't need to be a continental marshal. You know why? Because if you would just go and get your civilian status, the real marshals that are out there, they're supposed to be protecting you on the land. The That's only right. reason why they're not is because you're a belligerent right now. That's right. And so martial law is martial law falls under probate. 
I'll tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. Tell me so a secret. Is, so is the military. Mm-hmm. Just depends on what? which side you're on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. In front of the gun or behind the gun. You know how they say um, um, you grew up on the wrong side of the tracks? Yeah. You're on the wrong side of the tracks. Well, gosh, dog it. Somebody laid me on top of the damn tracks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 one minute, one minute I was arrested. I'm illegal. The next minute I bring the decree and I get kicked out the damn door like I was never there. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't want anything to do with it. Hey, I wanted Those to say Those decrees are serious. Hey, I wanted to say boo-hoo. Nobody loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, though. I just, I said, oh, Lord, am I supposed to be here? <laughs> and gosh, dog, if I didn't see 14 Mexicans be brought in <clears throat> that day, and the lady, listen to this, even a Mexican who didn't speak English very well knew that, <laughs> that the courts were robbing them. You know what she said? He got arrested over there in Oklahoma, and she said, they just keep moving him from jail to jail. They must be making some big money. They are. Go look up. They weren't deporting him. Hey, they were moving him from one Hilton Hotel to the Holiday Inn, and then the next minute they moved him into the um, Crown Plaza. And she was saying in Spanish, to, uh, to me when we were leaving. She goes, gosh, dog it. She says, there's something wrong here. She said, they say he's um, illegal. He's supposed to be deported. They keep moving him from one jail cell to the next. Well, you're deported. When you go to prison, um, they tell you, they say, you do understand that you'll be deported and you're just removed from one port to another. And so this is why when you have that, um, <clears throat> that decree, you... Um, they can't file a police report. Why? Because they're trying to report you. They can't. Yeah, they they just move them from one city to the next. So she was telling me all these little cities. Exactly. They're not trying to deport them. They were trying to make every dollar they could off of this guy. (laughs) And they did, didn't they? Oh, they did. Let me tell you, she probably said like 10 different police stations in 10 different cities. Uh, I guess when he outlaws, you know how he says he's going to deport all the illegals? Uh-huh. I guess that's going to give a boost in jail cell money because they're not going to just take them off the land. They're going to actually move them from jail to jail. Yeah, different ports. Yep. So, they tell you, anyways, they I tell have, you when uh, they put you in jail. Huh? I want to say yeah. something really quickly. 28 U.S. Uh, 28 U.S.C. 2043. Everybody can jot that down. Go take a look at it. It's talking about the depositing and the clerk of court. Say that again. 28 U.S.C. Yep. 2043. Southern, you really like that one. 2043, people. 28 U.S.C. 2043. Yeah. It starts off at 24. Huh? Is that a redemption for equity? No, this is a code, silly. 
This is a code, 28 USC. There's 2041, 2042, 2043, 2044, and I think 2045. There's only five of them. Did you post it on Redemption of Equity, though? Did I do what? Did it get, no, did my, no, it? my Facebook is gone. Oh. Hold on. Let me see if I can put it in. <laughs> you didn't go looking for me, Southern? Huh? I said you didn't go looking for me? No, I figured you would show back up eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Hey, we're hoping, hey, we're hoping like, that like she that. repatriates. You're, you're like me and she will. You just can't. You just got to help these people. Listen, you know what? I'll tell you what. It's it's because of that. It's because I I see people going through stuff and I hear their stories and I'm like, damn. And I get I get emotional and I get angry when I hear what's being done to these people. And um, I'd like to see people out there whooping these people's asses. And I'm yeah, serious. You got that right. These, these agencies coming out here taking your house, taking your kids. Like who? Who do you think you are? You know, you know me, I always tell uh, Triel, don't ever leave the group. You know, you can, you know, you might have left Facebook, but um, you don't have to leave the group. Uh, you're always welcome to the calls because the people, they need uh, our guidance. And I enjoy giving out guidance to the people. I, I tell you that much. I just do it to a point where I don't want to get nobody in trouble and that trouble comes in when you start getting information uh, to the contrary. The best thing you can do is verify it yourself because there might be a motive behind somebody giving you false information. Absolutely. Oh, people want, yes. they want to be right. They, and they're, you know, some people I've noticed that they absolutely must be right. They have to be right. And if they're not right, then they have a tantrum. And it's, and it's ridiculous. It's like a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and who has time for that? Best. Who has time for that? And and not only that, but um, uh, Redemption and Equity is a very small group. I think there's like 130 people. We don't really let anybody in there because uh, we've already like trials already said it. We've already been telling you guys the same stuff over and over, and. Um, you're either going to do it or you don't do it because this is mm-hmm. this is what you know. You have your own choices to make. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if you have a court case. I don't know how you're living. Um, all we can do is tell you what we're doing. We know people have been having this problem for a long time, and um, you you're entitled to do what you want to do. I mean. Uh, but we don't just let anybody in redemption equity because uh, we don't want the uh, we don't want the the non large yeah you know the legal deception group that's a very very large group and we don't want um, to commingle with the with the legal deception group because you cannot commingle when you do your name change. It's bottom line, private means private, name change, once it's done, you have to operate a little bit differently. Um, and uh, and that's the bottom line, take it or leave it. 
That's all you I know, can tell I, you. I got a message from these, these people. <clears throat> it was mm-hmm. a husband and wife and their two little babies. And they um, contacted me some time ago. And they went out and they did the name changes for their entire family. And the wife messaged me. And she said that their job, when they did a, a check on their name, um, the husband and the wife and all the children came up under the search at their employer, and it showed that they were, <clears throat> it showed similar to a witness protection program. And I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they're well, not subject you, to seizure. They're not subject right. and to if you, seizure. Yeah, if you guys think that what we're telling you is hogwash, it's not. I mean, for us it's not because we're in the middle of all of this and we go in and we talk to Congress people, attorney generals, general counsel. We talk to the big dogs. Oh, you know what? I got a cute little story for you. I went to this town. I went to this town city hall and I, uh, over the mayor's door, he had this sign over store and it says, nobody gets in to see the wizard. Not no one, not know how. So I, I, um, went to talk to the mayor and I said, Oh, I really like that sign above your door. It's, it's humorous. And he says to me, he says, Oh yeah. Who could get away with that? <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. You get it, right? The first name, the uh-huh. first name can get away and get in to see the wizard with, with the, um, with the decree, it gives you deposit account, right? Letter uh-huh. of credit, uh, letter of credit, right? And it also gives you electronic chattel paper rights. And the control is the only thing that gives you those three additional powers. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go poking around and see what letter of credit rights does and electronic chattel paper does and um, deposit account does, I would strongly suggest that you do that because you have a whole new set of abilities that you can use while you have that. Well, I'm hoping that you guys got something. Out of, hey, you know what? We always do a great show. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, all we can do, all we can do is bring these people some good news. Um, get your family. No, we don't like listen. to bring people bad news. Yeah, definitely. They have enough bad news in their lives. And our, I'm trying to keep the meeting now, here. On redemption and equity, I let some of the people in legal deception know about the show tonight because some of them already had their names changed. I heard um, I heard California is giving them hell over there. I don't know what's going on in California. Yeah, I heard that too. I, well, I heard that the Vital Statistics is doing amendments and giving them a new certificate attached to the old certificate, which is good. But it's the um, the clerks. People are having a tough time with the clerks. And the deposits, and they've moved all. Yeah, the you know why? Because they got caught doing. Um, they got caught doing fraud in California. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But some people did get their name changed. Yeah. I don't know if he's on here. John, are you on here? California, John, are you on here? Let me see if he's on here. Let me look on here and see if California is on there because I think California John was having some trouble. Uh, let me see. You'd have to. John, are you me. on here? John? Uh, yeah, this, this is John in California. I'm out here. Okay, John. Are, wait, 
Are you John D? Yes. John, um, tell Trial what they've been... Okay, you had your name changed, right? Yes. And did you do your... Did you get it in your birth county? Well, I, I noticed my birth county. Yeah, I sent them a notice. Okay, so um, I, I did my name change. I sent the notice. The, the, I didn't get any clues from the court, from the clerk, from nobody. I mean, and and they said I could go see the county clerk, and they had some, like, form that you fill out, and you send it to the state capital vital statistics. So I sent mine to the state. I filled it all out, and they said they returned it. They said they can't do anything with it because my name is already correct on my uh, birth certificate, which it's, it's already in there for a lower case. So I don't really know what to do next. I did file it in oh, probate. Wait a minute, um, Tryon. Did you say that the county has, like, some kind of a registration form that they have to fill out for the – the whole thing is he needs to get on the civil um, civilian list. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if he should send them a registered letter and say, well, I'm supposed to give you notice of this. Uh, California, they well, already have their registration. Huh? Registration is notice. I want, but I'm, here's my thing. Here's my thing. In his state, he's saying that they already have the upper lowercase name. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, should he should should he just be asking for his civilian status? Yeah, well, he has it. The problem is, is that they're hiding the offices. So if it's not the clerk, the guy from the Supreme Court said that they call them registers now. So locating okay. the correct register is is the challenge. Now there's answers in that 28 code that I gave you. I got okay. people texting me out of. Um, you can take a look at that. <clears throat> but I'm starting to think if they, some of the counties have them available, some of them have registers, and some of them have them completely abolished. So we were talking about it last night for the ones who had them abolished, and we were uh, we come up with um, a miscellaneous filing in Fed. You know what I was thinking? How about giving it? I was thinking. If they abolished it, then the only person of authority would be the Secretary of State. Well, the Secretary of State would authenticate it, but it's the alien property custodian that has everything. Uh, and the issue with them, right, but the issue with them is when I was dealing with them, they said, well, you don't have the, the, the um, what did she say? You don't have, she said, you don't have the standing, and even if you do have the standing, you don't have the claim. I'm like, I have everything right here. But it's the registration is the issue. So it's the, the problem is is that they're hiding it in some of these locations. Now, this one woman mm-hmm. did her name change. Walked, they walked across the hall, and they gave her the registration papers. Do me a favor. Whoever's texting me, stop it. Um, I'm losing my train of thought. And I know you're listening, so please. Um, <laughs> So if you have one of those locations where the clerk of court has been abolished or um, the register itself has been, you know, changed to another location or they're hiding it, 
my thinking is is that the beneficiary himself, their their uh, remedy would be in federal. So if you were going to go to federal, you could do in miscellaneous files forty five bucks. And you would go to what the federal clerk of court? The well, you would yeah. go to what the district? Yeah, the the code that I gave you earlier is talking about okay. the United States court um, clerk of court. So if they've abolished it on the lower level because the county is still associated with the federal. When you do something in the county, it goes everywhere. Right. 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 So, yeah, and um, I heard they're the they're, ones they're doing all the damage, to, though. The the Fed? No, the county. Yeah, they're doing quite a bit of damage, but they're doing the damage mainly because there's no owner. So the name change, when you do the name change, there's more. You get the power that you're looking for from the from your birth county. Obviously, not everyone can access their birth county. They're not going to fly out to their birth county for various reasons. So you're going to be looking at another solution. If you can't find that clerk of court or if they're hiding or missing or whatever, like this guy said, when I asked him, they're all imposters, he was quiet. So um, said might be the way to go. It's an extra aggravating step, but it's still it's available. And I, and I think that the first thing they need to write in their letter is that we're a civilian, and they're trying to get on the civilian registry mm-hmm. with this, you know, and that you follow the procedures for the name change, and they need to go look up that 28 USC. Yeah, and that you have control over the name, and you have control of the deposit account, right? And I need to go ahead and deposit this with your with your clerk, because these guys down here are bullshit. And what and are they going to be deposit? Wait a minute. What are they depositing with that clerk? That certificate. The authenticated the certificate. Yeah, read the statute that I gave you. Read it. Read it until you're cross-eyed. Okay, I wrote it down. Good. Okay. And if you have any trouble, then um, when we do the next show, bring that up again to see what happens uh, within the okay. couple of weeks. I'm okay. still waiting to see what comes back from probate. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, you try to put it in the probate? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's let a, us there's know. There's a clerk of court floating around there somewhere in some little hidden office picking their their nose, you know. And, <laughs> no, you know what it there. is that California, remember um, Attorney Fine, he, uh, he went to jail because he caught them triple dipping. I mean, they were robbing everything in sight. And so they arrested him because he charged these judges at the municipal level of um, monopolizing and triple charging uh, the people. So they went and rewrote their laws, A, B, Anicio, so that they wouldn't get, so that the judges wouldn't get in trouble for what they did. She walked? Yeah. I'm running out of phone here. I got to go. Well, okay. I'm going to let everybody go, too. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, Next week, we'll talk. If anybody has any snags going on, uh, what why we're not really talking too much about the birth certificate is because we're working on other stuff now. We're past that point. Anyone who's having a problem with their birth certificates, maybe next week, I mean, with your name change registry, being put on the civil registry, uh, maybe we can do a show where we can try to find out what counties you're in and see, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what other methods we can find for you because they are hiding from you. That's what it is. 
Ms. Lyle. I have a question real quick before California John gets off the phone. Uh, could California John, can you please uh, let me know if you were born in California? Uh, yes, I was born in Los Angeles. Okay, okay, because as as you were speaking, I was trying to get clarity for what you were saying, but that's the part of it that I couldn't connect the dots on, if you were born in California or not, because I'm here in California. And, you know. Okay. Did you get your name changed already? Yes, I did. She woke this is Carla. Yes, I did. Okay, and and so you, too, have to find the registry, um, like, you have to find a if the clerk of the court of your county cannot give you say I need to be put on the registry like John got the paperwork for the registry. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> vital statistics okay. is really supposed to you know at the Capitol now. Maybe you guys I don't know if you guys found the vital statistics at the Capitol, but um, because you're saying that your name is already in proper grammar. Then, then I would um, also write to them, if you can't find someone to do that for you, um, remember, send it registered mail. The second thing I would do is say, well, I need to be put on a civilian registry because they think that you don't know. You're supposed to be declared a civilian, and they don't want you to know that word because that means then they have to put you in that other mode where you're not operating in commerce. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. My thinking is, is that if do they, not they stray, people, do not stray into, if you're going to be doing what we're doing, do not uh -huh. stray into commerce, okay? Because if you do, you will fall right back into your own trap. So, so what do you mean, don't fall into commerce? How, how do we... That means that, that means that when you're doing, you have your name changed and everything, do not fall into that trap where you're trying to get a UCC, filing a, a financial affidavit, a non-UCC, or um, you won't be able to, don't get an EIN. Do not get, um, uh, once you do your name change, remember, you don't, DBAs are no longer valid, okay, because you're, you, you will see that you're really pulling yourself out of the commerce side. Okay, and that's why so you're protected. You're protected even if you need to operate in commerce, but don't go filing any foolishness. So as long as you use that name while you're dealing in commerce, so let's say you um, you 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 have a bank account and your card from the bank says John D. Doe, you need to go to them and say, no, you need to fix this to John Daniel Doe. It needs to be that particular name because that name is the name that's under protection. Anything outside of that is liability. Yeah. Okay, but like the banks, they they can't make anything show up in other than all capital letters. I've tried. Well, it will show up in capital letters on the front, but on the back end, it still has protection. There's no liability with that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, what I'm saying is do not, like, whatever name, listen to this, people, whatever name, um, you, you're going to change your name back to proper grammar format, right? Like, say your name is um, John Daniel Doe. Your bank cards have to say John Daniel Doe. Not John D. Doe, not J. Right. D. Doe, John Daniel Doe. And another thing is that uh, when you're doing your DBAs, while you're waiting for those who haven't done the name change, and you did your DBAs, right? And I said do it backwards and forwards, right? 
you still do not answer any letters, and I mean this, I'm, I'm, I keep reiterating this, any letter that comes in the mail, like I'll give you an example. My daughter got one the other day. Mr. and Mrs. Doe, right? You take that letter and you send it back. That's a name. That's what you call the name game. They will call you by anything in the book except for the name that you've chosen for yourself or the name on the birth certificate. They'll make up any name if you do a DBA or you do your name change. Return the letters because they're not being properly addressed to you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do not let them trick you. You're not an initial. Uh, they do that so they can continue charging you, and they're hoping that you're not smart enough to. Um, it's not that you're not smart enough. You're just too busy to take notice that they put the middle initial instead of your uh, your full name when you have to use the full name that they that you're working with. Anything outside of that, you are liable for it. Yep. Liability with it. Okay? What do you mean Even if they put it in capital letters, it won't matter because in order for them to communicate with you to begin with, they have to use the they can only write in capital letters. But when you're doing your process, what what I'm saying like don't go into the public trap means no EINs, no UCCs, no non-UCCs. Do not do any of those things before you finally um, finish your process because you're going to throw yourself back on the public side. You're trying to gain, you're trying to gain your non-commercial status as a civilian? Then do not. And try not to buy anything Try not to buy a house or a car or anything until you're done. You know who told me this, actually? The DMV guy. You know what he said? Until you get your name change decree and that new style, he said, don't transfer your vehicles over to you. Otherwise, it'll be, um, he said, it'll be joint ownership. That means yep. the state and me. That's right. So believe so me that I have enough. Point? Huh? How do we know when we're done? I mean, no, nobody nobody writes back. <laughs> you'll know. Oh, you oh, mean when they don't write when they don't write you back? Let me tell you. I'll tell you when you'll know when you give them a commanding order and it has standing. I call. Listen, this is what I do. I call them up, and like the DMV guy, they put me with Austin, Texas, and I said, hey. I notice your paper says here that I do a deed of conveyance of a title. It has your name on it, and, and it says it's going to be conveyed to me and the state. I said, why would I give it to you? This is my vehicle, and it's paid off. He goes, really? Where does it say that? And I'm reading it to him, and he stays quiet for a minute. I said, all right, sir, let me tell you something. I'm getting a name change to change the style of my name. Is uh, Once I do that, I said, I'm not going to give you my, my car. He goes, you won't have to. He says, what you do is, he goes, when you get your name decree, he says, then you can convey everything to you. See, once you do that, if you tell them what you know, they'll answer you. But if I asked them a question and said, what do I have to do so it doesn't go in your name too? They stay quiet. They're going to say, I don't know. What, what, are, what are you talking about? 
They're not going to give you the answers, people. You have to give them orders and tell them what you know. We've trained you well enough to know this. And sometimes it takes three times. I had to go in for some documents. And I'm talking to this one girl, and I asked her a complex, excuse me, it started off with this one guy, and I asked him a complex question. He says, I don't know, let me go get this girl. He goes and gets her, so I ask her the question, and she answers me, and then I ask her another complex question. She says, I don't know, let me go get this guy. So the, so now here's the third person, because it, and, and, and Darla knows about this. Um, it has to change hands multiple times, sometimes three times, and that third guy, that's it. So I'm talking to him, and he's giving me information back and forth, but he's not willingly offering me what I want. So I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and he's, and I says, do you have A, B, and C? He says, well, we have blah, blah, blah. I says, okay. I said, I would like a copy of A, B, C. He says, okay. I said, do you do certified copies? Yes, I do. Can I have certified copies of A, B, C? Sure. And then I just need regular copies of the original, if you could give me that also. Sure, but he wasn't going to offer me anything. I had to I had to instruct him on exactly what I wanted, and when I did that, he gave it to me. So, what kind of copies did you get? Hmm? What copies did you get? I'm not really ready to talk about that on the air right now because it's one okay. of those things that we're playing <laughs> we're playing around with. But when it but when it when it when it works and and we have people out there that have completed this, so we're tinkering with it. Um, does have to do with the land, and so um, there's a there's a wave of us that are going in and and trying it out and uh, from different angles and different avenues, and when we pin it down. Um, there's a good chance that we'll come out and we'll start talking about it, but we're not. I'm not going to throw anything out there. I'm not going to jinx anything. I'm not going to, you know, put the information out there and then have you know negative thinking come along and mess mm-hmm. up what I'm trying to manifest. You know what I mean? So, so we're going to keep that quiet for now. But there's um, there's been positive results on obtaining what it is that we're trying to obtain. So once we mm-hmm. get to that point, we'll come back and we'll talk to the people about that. Yeah, first it has to be accomplished. I'm telling Darla. Yeah, right. Hey, for, hey, first it has to be accomplished before we can tell you. Otherwise, <clears throat> otherwise, we have these little flight changes of plan. And here's another right. thing, too, that we run into throughout the whole entire two years that we've been talking about this, that every state is different and that some of the states are so conniving, conniving. Like I just told you guys earlier that the vital stats guy, two of these guys, one in California, one in um, Pennsylvania, they're right there at the Capitol. The guy is probably 100 feet away from them, and they're saying, we are not allowed to speak to people. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they're not allowed to speak to people. Why? I'm thinking that maybe it's because they're, you know, um, when you have military court, right? That's a separate court from the people's court, isn't it? Am I correct? Right. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's why they can't see us is because they're not allowed to commingle with civilians. That's right, because they're military. They can only talk to the other people who are under that corporation. Yeah. That's it. They can't can't communicate with the living. There are courts that can do that, and one of those courts happens to be federal. Exactly. 
That's why I, I kept saying, you know what? You have to come into the trade with the Enemy Act. You have to come in with your own name. Mm-hmm. This is why a lot of those a lot of those military tribunal courts are kicking people out. Take your damn papers and get out of here. The case is discharged. Bye. Yeah. So basically, um, they can't see you. You have to, oh yeah, and this is what the guy said to him too. Yeah, you have to mail it to me. He's talking to him on the phone, okay? He's he's not even a hundred feet away. He goes, Why would I mail it to you? He said, We're not allowed to see people. That's right. He, goes, he can interact allowed with the paper. To? The words on yeah, the paper. Yeah, he said, or you don't want to. He said, send it to me, registered mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they're. I think they're just following protocol, people. They can't because they're. That would be commingling. Not well, with that, everybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a night. I hope you guys got some information out of this. Um, John. Yeah. If you um, you're from Los Angeles, so if you want next week, try to find out if you find anything about this registry, right? Well, I called down there, and the registry register of titles is the county clerk down there, Dean Logan. Yeah, well, this is what you're going to do. Call him and tell him that you sent that paper to Vital Statistics. Uh-huh. And then tell him what they told you. Say, you know, Vital Stats said that they can't do nothing, that my name is not changed. It's still, it's, it's in its proper, it's still the same format. Say, I'm trying to get on the civil registry as a civilian on the land and say, who am I going to file this with now that I have this name changed? And if he, he says, well, maybe because your name's not changed, say, yes, it is. I'm 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 changed it as an adult now. So I need to be put on the civil registry. I'm not a belligerent. I'm a non-combatant civilian. Yeah, or I have control. I have control of this name, and I need to know where to go. Yeah. Or okay, well, here's, another, here's did... another idea. You can You can go and download the clerk's praxis. That's C-L-E-R-K-S-P-R-A-X-I-S. And you might find something in there that will, that will display their obligations and duties. And you can print that out and stick it on their desk and say, I need you to X, Y, Z. I accept your oath. I need you to go ahead and do your duty. Throw their own yeah. shit in their face. Yeah. You got to, you know, just tell them. I'm trying to get on the civil registry. Yes, he's saying that the, uh, the name didn't really change. Say, of course it did. It's been changed over from a child to an adult now. I'm a civilian non-combatant, and I need to be placed on a civil registry. Okay, well, they they just said they couldn't redo my birth certificate with an amendment because it was already correct. Okay, okay well, where do I go to register it? Because there's okay, registries well, all over the place. Wait a minute. You went to Everybody? the name change, but the judge told you they couldn't do that? No, no, the judge let me change my name. He said he never heard of such a thing, but... Yeah, they always um, say that. <laughs> they do. But I've I have, never heard I have, of that. I have my decree from all uppercase to upper, uh, upper and lower. Yep. And I sent that to like a, a 12 or 13, 14 people. You went from uppercase, right? Yeah, all caps. Okay, and you have something showing the all caps name? 
My decree? No, no, he's, he's saying that his decree shows that he changed it from the all caps to the upper lower. Oh, okay, okay. So that makes no more. And he, <laughs> the judge has never heard of that. Probably because he probably, <laughs> he probably bank, <laughs> bankrupted his account. And he's thinking, oh, what are we going to do now? He's going to come in now and we change his name to John J.D. Doe. <laughs> They're just going to have. You have deposit account rights. So you have the right to deposit that. Yeah. So you demand to know where the location is, and I'm not playing. Yeah, so, yeah you got to now enforce your rights now that you have rights, because you have more than rights now. They're just playing. Uh, you know what I'm thinking, Trial? It's just that in California, they've done so much theft um, that, to, let me tell you, Indiana, they're equally as a bunch of thieves. The two clerks got arrested. Guess what? For changing people's names and stealing their original identities of the um, birth certificates. Absolutely. So when you change so, it back, this is where they have all the liability and they're scared, which is glorious yeah. to me. Yeah, that's good that they get scared. After you robbed all these people's accounts, you're going to try to act mm-hmm. like you don't know what we're talking about. But sooner mm-hmm. or later, they're going to have to do something to um, fix this because, you know, the people can file probably a class action lawsuit, which I wouldn't do it. I would file every individual suit against um, the the county and the municipality um, as well. The uh, county is so- the, co- the county is sovereign. The county is a is the church. The state is just a um, middleman agency, and the federal is military. No, and no, I no. Got they can be from the attorney no, but, general's office. Um, I think they can be sued because. If I was able to give them an injunction, well, injunction isn't money, but the injunctions were granted. But you know how I got that? Using their, um, when I went to give them the injunction, I pulled up every one of their Dun and Bradstreet names, and I put, um, I put, I, and I put my first name only, and I wrote a civilian, Southern notes, because he helped me to tell me to put that civilian thing on there. And I wrote verses, and I wrote all, like six agencies' names, but I put their Dun and Bradstreet name too. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how they got those injunctions. I think we have to uh, know that they're a private corporation as well, and they're foreign when they. I guess they have that Dun and Bradstreet. So if they want to, con- this is what I told the hospital too. Well, don't have me pull up your Dun & Bradstreet because I will subpoena you and your policies to court. And I said, you can go tell that to your general counsel. And I said, you, and you get back with me. Well, general counsel did hear it. They said they didn't want no problems, that please do not subpoena them to court. Yeah, it'll shut the whole thing down. Yeah. The, listen, they're private corporations. Mm-hmm. But, so are the um, cities. The cities are all hey, incorporated, which means the corporation and the mayor is the CEO. On you. Yeah. We can get extreme on them. All you do is find their Dun & Bradstreet name, and that's it for them. That's over. That shows that they're a private corporation. Especially when you, you come for them on the civil side and they're a criminal. That falls under universal law, <clears throat> which mm-hmm. all, the, all of the people that have their name changes in can now use. In universal yeah. law, you can look it up on Wikipedia. It pretty much says, hey, you can go out and prosecute all these criminal um, organizations, which is pretty much everybody. Yeah. Because they're so, all criminal. Exactly. 
do not let them fool you. They're sovereign only up to a certain point, but they're not a higher authority than the civilian. Under their current status, they're not. Right. Civilian, c- civilian power supersedes military. Yep. Remember that. <clears throat> so um, don't be discouraged, John. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, do not get discouraged. You just got a little snag there, but we're going to have to probably work on California and how we're going to mow them down. Well, I did go to the uh, congressman's office, and they don't know anything about a civilian ID. They know. (laughs) Hey, hey, how could they not know when they sure do know what a ward is? (laughs) They know where what is? They know what a ward is. You know, ward of the state? Yes. Listen, if they told you that, they're lying to you. I spoke to two congressmen. And they were scared out of their freaking minds. Well, the actual congressmen aren't there. It's their office, and they have people that you can talk to, and then they ask their people, and then their people ask their people, whoever, and then they come back and say, we don't know. Except their oath. Well, don't, don't worry. Except their oath, because they have yeah. one. Listen, I don't get, worry You can get your court it. documents for free. If you, you mean, I mean... You just sit there and you accept their oath and you'll be surprised what they do. Yeah. Because remember, acceptance is key. Mm-hmm. You're trying to unlock these doors. So don't yeah, it's think called, that if they say no, you can just you, you have to just walk away with your tail between your legs. Absolutely not. There are some people that have gotten pretty far and there's some people that are that are stunted. It all depends on how bad do you want it. You already come this far. Yeah, you just got to be firm with them. And the trust becomes perfected with your acknowledgement and acceptance of their oath. All all things that we do, all deeds, must be completed with a deed of acknowledgement and acceptance. And um, that includes their oath of office. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. So, all right, people, we're going to call it, uh, I'm saying it again now, we're going to call it a night. Anybody and, else? Um, <laughs> thank you, Trial. I'm going to try to get a hold of Gonzo. I'm going to go find a noose and, and grab him for next week. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a little, if, if anybody has any questions, I'm going to talk to him um, about the um, what we were talking about the last time he was on the cash bond for the performance bond, um, and that guy who was uh, having problems with his name change, just tell that clerk, I need you to give me a cash bond to set off the performance bond. And if she says, you can't do that, say, yes, I can. That's my name that you're working with, and I need to offset that performance. Right. I control this and you have possession of my intellectual property. And unless you plan on giving me just compensation for it, I suggest mm-hmm. you do what I ask. Yeah. Because there is no taking of property without just compensation. And that's in their constitution that you accepted their oath by. And I had a, I had a conversation with the police last week. There mm-hmm. was something going on and um, I had to jump in their asses over it. You know, I said, listen, mm-hmm. I said, you, you have my name on one of your police reports, and that's, you have my intellectual property. He says it was offered. I said, uh-uh. 
I said, absolutely not. I said, you take my name off those police reports. You take my name off of everything unless you plan on paying me for it. And I spoke to a couple of detectives and called the sergeant, not a peep back. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they went ahead oh, and yeah. did that. Oh, you, yeah. You hear how he said it? You offered it? Yeah. I Yeah, I heard that. I was like, oh, no, the hell I didn't. Yeah, my daughter did that, too. Yeah. Well, um, no, my daughter said, do you have a contract back there? She goes, uh, no. She goes, now, make your own damn copies and take it to them. We don't work for you, and I don't have a contract with you. That's right. Yeah, you got to remember that your name and whatever you're using to do your transacting is your property now, that you have your own name. Do not let them steal it. Do not give it to them. And you know what? Once you have your own name, say, um, excuse me, I have a name, but by decree, and I'm not giving it, I'm not offering it. So here, sign this paper before you look at it. Or you can say, I'll give it back to you for the return of my my, uh, future interest, or I'll give it back to you on the condition that you give it back to me, same or improve that I gave it to you. I said that to a a sheriff before, and he kind of smiled at me. He's like, I need your name. I said, I'll give it to you if you give it back to me in the same condition that I gave it to you or improved. Mhm. <laughs> Learn to negotiate because <laughs> hey, I got to bring my daughter to one of these classes because she will give you a training and a half, like how she just yeah, she she'll tell them like um when they ask her for her name, she goes, "You got a contract? I charge three hundred bucks an hour." Well, what is your name? She said, my name is my business. So every time you even say my name, you got to pay me. Or if they say, what is your name? You say, yes. <laughs> yes, what is my name? <laughs> yeah. What is my name? <laughs> yeah. And my daughter's like a little piranha, like out there collecting money. So the police officers, I wish I could videotape. I was driving around with her in the car. And I'm laughing. I said, we're driving around here, right? And um, the cop pulls up next to her car, and then he speeds right in front of her. I mean, he's going like 50 miles an hour in a 30, but he's pissed off because he can't come near her. Because every time they try to talk to her, she goes, $300 an hour. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna, I think I might just start printing out some silliness Listen, like that and just send it out. They don't even want to come near her car. Listen, her husband had the car the other day, right? And he says, um, "You don't have a you don't have an, a sticker on your tag." He goes, "Me don't know nothing. I'm from Tunisia. Go to my wife. She owns that." He said, "No, we don't want to talk to her. <laughs> free to go." <laughs> he was like, "We don't." Hey, I remember one time the officer told me, "Is she on medication?" I said, I'm not at liberty to discuss that with you. Mm-hmm. I told the police, I said, you don't have the, I, I said, I'm not, you don't have the right to talk to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, we understand that you're the parent. I said, no, uh-uh, you, mis- you misunderstand. I said, I am the mother, and mm-hmm. I control that, okay? Yeah. You don't, I don't give you permission to speak with my daughter, and, every, and anything that she's ever said, you better strike that from the record or give me those original, those, those original reports and documents or pay for them. That's like that um, school principal when I was in there. He said she she was telling me, um, yeah, well I'm the school's principal, and if he's going to be in this school, you know we have school police officers and this and that. I said, no, ma'am, you're wrong. 
See, in this town, I'm the sheriff. He's looking at me, I swear. <laughs> I said, I'm the sheriff over that body. So before anybody touches that body, you got to go through me. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, you're just a grandmother. Property. Yeah, she said, you're just a grandmother. I said, no. I said, I'm the sheriff over that body right there. You got a problem with it? You got to call me. So they're, they, you know, because we own the names. So she goes, uh, but we can't serve you. You can't. I said, aren't you guys public servants? She goes, I'm the principal, though. I said, yeah, you are the principal. The principal is supposed to pay the bill. So you have a nice day. <laughs> hey, and you can enjoy his bad behavior, Mrs. Principal. <laughs> yeah, because he's well-trained, let me tell you. They said, can I speak to the mother of, and, and they said, are you um, so-and-so, like John Doe? He goes, I'm not at liberty to tell you that. I'm a minor. Well, is your mother's name so and so? He goes, I don't know. I'm a child. <laughs> oh my God! We were at the. I was at the library with my um, my 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 small ones, and um, <clears throat> what happened was, is we're sitting there, and the, uh, this cop comes in, and there's a couple little kids playing on the computer, and this cop comes in, and he starts talking to the little kids, and he's like, "What's your name?" And one of the little boys says, "Oh, my name is so and so, and my mother's name is so and so." And, mm-hmm. and 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 then I he says to mine he says what's your name man I stood up like there was a lightning bolt in my ass and I looked at my son my son looked at him he's like I'm not telling you my name and I'm looking at the cop and he looked at me and he turned around and he kept walking and I'm like that's right <laughs> that's right and my son he's like oh, I didn't know my name mommy I stood because he doesn't need it that's good that's good we yeah. got to train them when they're young like my granddaughter that's right. They ask her, what is your name? And she says, my name is Sacred. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right. What? Her name is Sacred. She said her name sacred. is Sacred. Mm-hmm. And she goes, um, I heard that you're a private citizen. She goes, yes, I am. Now, can you show me to my seat? <laughs> <laughs> Escort me to my chair, servant. That's so awesome. You know, like, I'm not going to talk about it to you because I told my granddaughter. You don't talk to nobody about right. your status or anything. I said, because you're invisible in this school. He goes, okay, Grandma. I just tell them that my name is sacred, and they don't understand. I go, that's good. They don't need to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a niece. She's in this, um, she was in this school. It was a private school, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it was the headmaster, a real creepy lady. When you walk into the school, there's a big mural of the headmaster painted of her and at the bottom where it said that the headmaster's name it, it said directly under it master of the fourth dimension wow yeah i gotta get a picture oh of it. you know i was watching these movies i've been watching this series called the haunting mm-hmm. where all these people i guess are possessed by demonic forces mm-hmm. and i heard the guy saying that the demonic forces they also operate as a trinity. I'm like, holy cow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Honey, we're going to have to do a show on that because don't get me talking about them trinity churches. I got stories. Oh, well, I got, I got, I watched it and I wanted to let you, I wanted to point that out to you that they're saying that even Satan operates as a trinity. So all these people that the military people that we have commanding, uh, we call occupying this nation. 
There's evil yeah. out there, people. So don't think that they're not going to lie to you. When they wrote their own laws, their own military laws say that they're allowed to um, use a ruse and they can lie to you. And if they can do all that under commerce, then the word con and com mean very, they mean the same thing. When you break it down to the root word, the word com means con, and it, and it also says they both mean to deceive you. So, anyways, you all have a wonderful night. And we shall meet again in a week. Uh, we're changing to Wednesdays because I do. I have a thing I do with my granddaughter on Tuesdays. And we're going to stick to uh, redemption and equity, and I'll still do my post um, under legal deception so we can keep it small and move forward. Okay, guys? You all have a wonderful night. Hope you enjoyed the show. Until next week, be blessed. And um, keep pushing forward. Do not take no for an answer. Have a good one, guys. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you. Good night. night, You're welcome. Thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.